Mm. How good is coughing? Yeah. It's an okay Pokemon. Oh. Uh, podcast over. Friendship dead. <laughs> and stop. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast with your ever-faithful hosts, Joel McDonald, that is me, and as always, my very, very good friend and co-host, Mr. Kyron Morrison. How are you doing, good sir? Uh, look, when I'm not dying from the onset of the, the cold, good. Mm-hmm. As yeah. we- I, I was like, just like, as you were saying that, I was like trying to like subtly clear my throat, so we should probably throw out a massive apology right now. <laughs> There might be some coughing. There might be some gross it, sounds. Look, I really, I will try and muffle them as much as I can. Um, it's happening. Like, yeah. like a week or so ago, the weather just sort of flicked a switch. Yep. Like it was, it was okay. It was nice and sunny. And then it's like one day I woke up and it was like six degrees. Yep. And I was like, nah, nah, mate. It's like, what if cold? <laughs> what if and... suddenly winter were here? <laughs> it's... But apart from that, Joel, I'm good. Yeah, good. Well, well, hey, you might be able to tell, but we're in the same room. Yes. Not you, the listener, as I was referring maybe, to. Well, listeners could be in the same room. Maybe. Maybe. If you are, pl- please keep it down. Um, I don't have to edit around you. Uh, yeah, no, we uh, we had a birthday party last night we went to for our uh, good friend of the show, uh, Mr. Broderick Gordes, for his 30th birthday party. Had a big kid's birthday party. So there was, we got uh, party bags. We did get party bags. It was awesome. They're right there. Yeah, I haven't cracked one open yet. <clears throat> I just remembered then. And I was like, <laughs> oh, shit, yeah. I know what I'm doing that's after a, that's we a finish recording. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you hear me, like, if you hear, like, some weird sort of sucking sound. Or crinkling. Me, like, yeah, it's me just, like, digging into the party bag. Um, there's also a- alcoholic uh, frogs in a pond. So jello shots with, like, the most alcoholic chocolate I've ever had in my entire Boy, life. Boy, the chocolate really just took that vodka. <laughs> it did. Yep. It just absorbed it, and it became its own. Um, but yeah, speaking of broad, though, you uh, you mentioned it last week, but uh, the episode's out there now. You it is. You were on uh, Hunting Seasons this I, week. I, I graced Hunting Seasons with my presence to talk about... Shush. <laughs> to talk about... Picnic at Hanging Rock, the the new uh, Foxtel drama. And you can go and listen to that for what I think of it. Um, and I don't want to say much more than that. Yep. No, it's, uh, I got a little taste of it. I've, I've listened to the first half of the episode, because the way they do what they do, I've listened up to just before you start your actual review of the show. So I've listened to your news topics and things like that. Yeah, I dropped some uh, God of War knowledge over there, which is cool. Yes. Um, we, we... I, I had an opportunity to talk about it despite us ruling. We will not mention it, it in length on this podcast anymore. Yeah. But yeah. an opportunity arose to talk about it again. It was someone on another went... podcast. Exactly. And it was great because then for me listening to that, it sort of gave me an, an idea of what I could get Brod, what we could get Brod for his birthday. So we got him a copy of God of War. So enjoy that, sir. I know you're playing it today at some point. He 
said he was going to try and boot it up. Oh, okay. Bit. He needs to at least, like, yeah, do, do the intro, hopefully. He just got a new TV, so he's got his, his it's new... It's a nice like, TV. It's a very nice TV. He, he took me through all the things I, I, I saw for the Horizon. Royal Wedding didn't do it justice? No, no, not at all. Dark Knight, though, the IMAX scenes from Dark Knight in, um, like, 4K Blu-ray. Whew. Oh, mama. That looks damn good. Um... But yeah, it's a very nice TV. So, and I, I said, to, I specifically said to him a few times, I can't wait for you to play God of War on this TV because <laughs> holy shit! I when he when he posted about buying a TV, I just tweeted him a picture of the PS4 Pro. <laughs> I'm like, this, you need this now, man. You got a 4K TV, and your 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 pleb PS4 is not going to cut it. He said to, he was asking me last night. He's like, should I get a PS4 Pro? And I'm like, look, honestly, I don't think we're that far away from a new generation. As much as I hate to say it, no, we're not. And I, so I would wait. Next it's, year, Sony will talk about the PS5. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's about all that uh, all exciting that's happened this week for me. I think. I haven't yeah. really done anything else. I saw Deadpool two. I have not seen Deadpool two, so yet. I will not talk about it. Excellent, sounds good. All I will say is that it is very good. If you I... like Deadpool one. You like this a lot. Excellent. Well, I love Deadpool mm. 1, so I'm in for a treat, apparently. Exactly. I think I actually think I like it better than the first one. And I think it's fairly... like There's a few people that think the first one's better that I've spoken to, uh, but I think the general consensus is that it's a bit better. I mean, you've got no origin story, so you just, you just jump straight into it. Yeah, it's... I mean, I, I guess people might, might prefer the first one because of the story of how that existed. Yeah, true. Because, I That's mean, when fair. you think about it, it is largely that... Oh, the, the, fight, the highway fight. Yeah, yeah. And then they shot the rest of it. It's the same with, like, Guardians of the Galaxy as well. I think I, I think a lot of people... The, the reason why a lot of people aren't as big a fans of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 is because it's um it's uh, it didn't have, like, the surprise of one. Whereas, like, nobody knew who these characters were except for, like, very niche comic book markets. And then they re- gave them a whole movie with a director who, before they had done Slither... And all these other weird things, like, you know, worked on Lollipop Chainsaw, just to bring it back to video games. Um, so that kind of stuff. Uh, and then to have it come out and to be this amazing, sci- like, space epic romp with these, like, lovable ragamuffins. I think it's the same sort of thing. It's like, everyone was like, how is a Deadpool movie going to work? And they did it. And it's like, all right, that's how it works. Uh, that's cool. I mean, I, you can probably credit a lot of it to Ryan Reynolds. Oh, for sure. He mm. loves Deadpool. Mm. and He is Deadpool. Yeah, and that and that's my biggest concern going forward with all the Disney Fox stuff. Like, yeah. Where does that leave Deadpool? I don't see... I guess that's, that's a, We don't even know the, the, the real story behind all that. But if that comes to pass, like, I don't see Disney making Deadpool movies. No, no. Well, I bet, I mean, you know, there's that Comcast bet that's out there now as well. So, uh, true. So it could, you know, we might not, that, that future might not be set in stone. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, have you done anything else exciting this week? Not really. No, yeah. it's been, it's been work, hunting seasons, hey. recapping E3. Yep. And playing some games, but not much. Yeah, I haven't played anything really new. Um, I, I did start playing Hearthstone again. Josh, that's your fault. If you're listening to this, Josh from the OK Games podcast, it's his fault. I, I, curiosity got the better of me the other day. I was sitting on the couch and I downloaded it to my phone and I started playing it again, started messaging him about it. So I, I haven't played it since that day, but I'll probably might check back in with it a little again. I'm terrible at it, so... <laughs> good but it's fun I, I like i like those sort of card games and stuff like that even though i'm always bad at them i'm bad at deck building i shouldn't enjoy yeah, them as look, much as if I do. you're bad at deck building it's gonna 
it does make me question <laughs> yeah, your, well, your enjoyment of Hearthstone. You might have seen on my laptop before there was a tab open that was like best Hearthstone beginner decks. I was like <laughs> articles of that. I was like, I was doing some research. Maybe some slight net decking. Got to, but, got to start somewhere. Exactly. But I still don't have the cards that were in those net decks. So I'm like, well, fuck. Um, did get to crack a few packs, so I had a few left there from the last time I paid. Cracking so packs. I had six packs to crack. It was, it was nice going through. And I'm like, oh, this looks pretty. Cracking packs got us to the microtransaction problem we were in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> but it is fun. Yeah. It's EA's fault for ruining it for everyone. That's what every other studio is saying right now. They're like, fucking EA. Yeah, I mean, it was a safe way to make money. Yeah. Now it's, yeah, you can't do it. Well, you, yep. you can. For example, I, who was it? There's someone who, oh, there's like EA, I guess it's weird for EA to say it. EA still seems to be willing to commit Anthem to like cosmetic microtransactions. You'd fucking want to hope so. <laughs> you'd fucking want to hope so if you're EA, because otherwise there will be riots. And Will there? Like, that's... Well, not, we... ri- not riots, but, like, there'll, there'll be... A lot of people will just be like, cool, all right, I'm, I'm definitely fuck you, EA. That's it. <laughs> people are already at that point. We, we talked about EA last that's week it. for E3, oh. but I feel like if they do it, the internet will just be like, of course. Yep. It's like, oh, cool. Should have seen this coming. In a plot twist that surprises no one. Um, But, yeah, have you played... So you haven't played anything else? Uh, on the, ta- on, on the uh, tales of one of the news topics we'll talk about later in this episode i did download mad max because yes. it was a playstation plus game yes. i haven't played much of it so what i will say is whoever designed those controls i don't like you <laughs> yeah, i don't know yeah. why you put the good control scheme on the alternate control scheme yeah. but apart from that it's too early to really say anything it's an open world game and i'm only like four or five hours yeah. in which is yeah. like nothing in I the am, scheme. i am very keen to hear your impressions on that because it's no lo- it's no secret that i'm a huge fan of that game what i'll say so far is melee combat not fun yeah yeah exactly that's it, not what it, the game it's, is it's about. like it's like a half-baked version of a batman that's when you get shadow the, of mortal stuff just get in the car and run everyone over and you see ragged all out the driving doesn't feel good at the moment either oh it, do- it does i like it no, anyway no, no, we'll get to that no. we'll come back to that Put a pin in that one. We'll come back to it another time. Um, well, the only other thing I've really played this week, and it was yesterday, that I had a spare moment to play something new. I've just been playing a lot of Enter the Gungeon still, just because it's there on my Switch. You haven't even finished Nino Kuni yet, and you could do it. I really could. You could do it. I haven't finished Yakuza 0 either, Karen. You haven't even... Yeah. That's... And yet you'll play Enter the Gungeon. It's just because it's there, and I can have... I don't have to focus on it. I can just play it while I'm watching something, and which has been what I've do, been doing. So, um, yeah. But apart from that, I, yesterday I downloaded, well, yeah, Friday night I downloaded the open beta for Onrush, which is our Codemasters' uh, latest racing game, known for their, uh, I think, like the Grid series. And but it's not not by those guys, though. No, 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 but it's like still like Codemasters. Oh, a yeah, whole, yeah, like yeah. That. Codemasters is the racing guys, basically. Yeah, like, but like the game, I'm pretty sure is primarily by the X. What's it? The, the Motorstorm, Motorstorm guys. Yes, yeah, yeah. After they all got and the Drive Club guys after they got shut down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, and it's it's a racing game for sure. It's like an arcade racer, but it's with a little bit of a difference. I the, the best way to describe it and how I've been describing it to people since I played it uh, is a hero racer. Of sorts, I guess. From what I saw last night, that's pretty accurate. Yeah. So, uh, winning, like, like to win in in a, in a game of Onrush, it's not about coming first. In fact, there's no laps. There's no get from here to here. It's just a track that you drive around consistently. Uh, what you need to do is you need to work together as a team, team of six, um, 
to get the most points. Uh, and whoever has the most points at the end of that, uh, this is in the, there's different modes, obviously, but the, yeah, the, yeah. the main mode, which is our over, overdrive mode, I think it's called, um, is, yeah, you've got to try and get the most points over, and then you have three rounds of that, and whoever has the most wins at the end, like best of three wins, that, that team wins. Um, you've also got, uh, different types of cars or vehicles, right, ranging from a, uh, a bike called Blade all the way up to, uh, essentially a tank. Which is uh, called the Titan. Uh, now, they they all have work like like uh, in a hero shooter. They all got abilities. They've got ultimates, so they have certain like you know pros and cons to using them as well. And so to to be most effective in a team, it's it's all about having that team balance and and what's going to work, especially for the specific game mode that you're you're playing. Um, but yeah, I I really enjoyed it. It's I won some matches. I lost some matches. It, it felt relatively even um you've also got out on the field as well you've got like little uh i guess you call them creeps like in mobas so there's like just like dummy cars i think they call them actual fodder they're called like fodder cars it's accurate yeah um, there's like gray cars that just explode if you touch them yeah if you go near them they explode but they they give you a bit more boost as well which it's all about the boost and knowing when to use it um and, uh, yeah, so they'll fill your boost meter, going over jumps. Um, so it's not about finding the quickest route through the, the place. It's about finding the most effective one that's going to get you more points. Yeah. Um, and depending on what vehicle you're driving, it will depend on what way you go, which I started to sort of get a feel for. Um, cause obviously if you're on the bike, you want to go over those really like sharp jumps. So you can do like backflips, which will fill your rush meter, which I'll come back to in a second. Um, and also give you a lot of boost. Um, whereas if you're a tank, you want to stay close to all your other team members because basically the way that the, um, the Titan works is that the closer you are to your teammates, if you're there for a long enough time, it'll give them a shield. So you're basically support. It's like the support tank role, essentially. Um, Brigida. It basically, Brigida. yeah. It's, yeah. Oh, no, what, have I, what have I done by saying her name? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Brod. Yeah, bro- Brod's just exploded somewhere. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's really interesting the way that they've sort of, it's sort of hard to explain, but once you get your hands on it, you're like, oh, okay, I, I get this now. Um, so I'm excited to see what they do with the full release. There's two game modes in the beta at the moment. I think it goes for a couple more days, maybe by the time this comes out, I'm not sure, but I don't think it was just a weekend thing. I think it was like four or five days, maybe. I don't know the exact days. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, um, yeah, the two modes was the overdrive mode, and then there's also the, uh, what's it called? Countdown, I think. So that, that involves like, there's gates on the field, and you've got to drive through them to sort of increase your team's timer, which is your health bar. And if that hits zero, your team all blows up, and that's it. You lost that, rush. I think that round. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I did mention before there is a rush meter that you have to build up. Um, that is essentially your ultimate. So each car has an ultimate as well. Um, so for instance, the bike has one called trailblazer, which means that you boost forward really, really quickly, um, and leave like a trail, almost like a Tron light cycle trail behind you. And if cars come into that, depending on like what type of car it is, it might take a couple of hits, but if if say another bike hits it, it's like an instant KO on that bike. I know that because it's happened to me so many times. Um, but yeah, look, it's really interesting for someone to sort of come out here and try and do something different with the the racing arcade racing genre i'm just glad these guys got to do something yeah it was a real bummer when they got kind of kind of got the the the, the plug pulled mm-hmm. when drive club 
which wasn't even their fault, in my no. honest opinion. No, like, that's a whole Sony other was just made the decision to be like, hey, let's make at least part of this game available for Plus subscribers. Whoa. Yeah. Do you I have mean, any idea how many people are Plus subscribers, Sony? It's like, it works sometimes. Like, I mean, Rocket League's... Rocket League is the exception to that rule, I guess, that it worked yeah. by them going, hey, we're launching this game. Also, it's going to be a Plus game at launch. And... uh it worked for them. That game is still making so much money. It's doing really well. It's doing really well for them. But yeah, I think you're right though that it wasn't entirely um, the team behind Drive Club's no. problem. Because you know what, the Motorstorm games were good. They were fucking fun. They had they were they were like the Uncharted of of racing games. Essentially, they had like yeah. giant set pieces that would explode, and they were exciting. Yeah, that good was sense cool. of speed. Uh, and that's what that's the other thing I wanted to talk about just before we move on, uh, is the, the sense of speed. Because that's important in an arcade racer. You definitely want to have that sense of speed. That's why Burnout is like widely revered as like the the staple, basically, of like arcade racers and what like the, the gold standard, I guess. Um, or at least a couple of the couple of Burnout games that were. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like the Burnout, the Burnout series always had a good way of making you feel like you were going fucking fast i mean if you're gonna talk to me about games that make you feel like you're going fast i will always say f-zero uh, yeah <laughs> true as well yeah and pod and pod racing and pod racing this is pod racing yeah this is pod racing. um always put your money on Sebulba. fucking uh, again i would be like yeah let's see a new oh wait ea has the, fr- the franchise yeah no yep. i don't want to see that because it'll be a shitty mobile game yep hey on the, if, if you're interested like pod racer did just come out on good old games <sighs> Ooh. fully like capable of running on on modern computers now you know what i'm sure it's not that demanding i probably wouldn't i could probably run it on my laptop i'm fucking it's an n64 game so it's, i know it's a fucking good game pod racing it, pod racing it's I still so good i still can't believe how much i enjoyed that game despite hating the prequels it's yeah i know it's obviously the best part of episode one it's my favorite one of my favorite parts of episode one is the pod race the whole pod racing scene except for fucking baby anakin baby anakin I wish uh, Jar Jar. Why couldn't have? And wow, well, yeah. Look, I just managed to block him out. How could you if we're talking about pod racing? Uh, uh, <laughs> God. Um. But yeah, Onrush is really cool. I'm going to keep my eye on it. I might get it when it comes out, just because I'm. I think it's really cool to have a, 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 a like a hero racer to be a thing that exists, and I'm interested to see what they do with it. They could do like competitive modes. I think they. I think they're going to have like there's eight different types of game mode. I think they're launching with. Uh, they're only showcasing the two in the in the uh, beta, from what I can tell. Uh, and there's only four different types, one of each class of vehicle, essentially. But there's two types that you can see on the selection screen um, okay. of vehicle. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's really cool. If uh, if it's still available when you're listening to this, go and jump on the stores, whichever one, and uh, check it out. I guess even if it's not, like, go check out a trailer for it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. There's a, a couple of really good trailers that actually sort of run through, like, the game modes. It's essentially like it's a video tutorial. Uh, and the tutorial when you boot it up is essentially that, but you're playing it. Yeah. So it's okay. really cool. Cool. Um, definitely worth checking out. But that's all I've been playing in Hearthstone and Enter the Gungeon. I've been Enter recapping Gungeon. Arrested Development like a maniac. So Yeah, I've been recapping Brooklyn Nine-Nine with my housemate. I need to actually... That's, it's, it lives! <laughs> yeah, after I've watched, after I've caught up to date with Arrested Development, because I finished Atlanta last night as well, so I'm good. Um, cool, all right, well... I. Should we get into a couple of news topics before we get into our? I think we should. There was a couple big of news topic. Well, a big topic. A couple of things came out this week. Yeah, uh, some pretty cool stuff. A really interesting rumor, in fact. Yeah. So 
where was it? Where did the rumor originate? Where did it come from? I don't even remember where I originally seen it. But it was Sorry. Eurogamer was the one that Euro- said, like... It came out, and then Eurogamer came out and was just like, yeah, look, that's what our sources are saying too, which lends a lot of weight that's to right. the credibility of a rumor itself. That's right, it was too. Much like the Pokemon ones as well. It was uh, on Reddit and 4chan. Uh, there were leaks that came out about... I didn't, uh, actually, yeah, go on. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, that, that reminds me of the Pokemon stuff that we're gonna, we can wedge in here. But... Yeah, exactly. Um, but yes, uh, Retro Studios... The rumor is uh, that they are working on a Star Fox game, but not only just a Star Fox game, they're working on a Star Fox racing game, uh, rumored to be titled Star Fox Grand Prix, uh, and apparently it's going to be kind of like an adventure racer. Like Diddy Kong Racing. Like Diddy Kong Racing. And you know what? Sign me the fuck up. Yes. I, look, initially I I I was not sure, because it's not what I want out of a Star Fox game. But then I remembered that Nintendo doesn't really seem to know what to do with Star Fox. No. So this could actually work out pretty well. Retro themselves have some experience with racing games because they helped out with Mario Kart 7 back on the 3DS. Yep. Which was until 8 came out. It was I feel the, like best, the one. best one. It was yeah. the best one. Even, I, I guess 8 is really good, but I really, really liked 7. Yeah. But... Eight now that it is portable as well. Yeah, true. true. Is, is, yeah, eight point. deluxe is that, probably the, yeah, that probably yeah. Yeah, takes out seven. But yeah, so yeah, the, the the interesting part there is it mentions the the Diddy Kong racing sort of stuff, which mm-hmm. in, in, indicates like hub worlds and boss, boss battles violets, and all that sort of, yeah. a story mode essentially of mm. sorts. And obviously, it works too as well as Diddy Kong. Uh, Diddy Kong Racing had like different vehicles. Which would work in the Star Fox universe because you've got like the Landmaster. And... No one wants to race as the Landmaster. I, it might be a boss fight. You don't know. It might be like an arena true, boss fight and true. A, in a Landmaster. And I'm like, yeah, all right. If anyone can save Star Fox, or it's if, retro. Exactly. <laughs> or they could soup it up and make it like the hovercraft in Diddy Kong Racing. I hated the hovercraft. I loved it. The it's controls so were card. so bad. And so what? It's because the, the, back in the day, the N64 controller. Mario Kart controlled okay. Yes. Well, and like yeah. most of Diddy Kong did, it was just the hovercraft just didn't work. That's so wild card, and that's what I loved about it. The planes were okay. I just yeah, remember not, not liking the hovercraft. Having the verticality with the plane was was interesting yeah. in racing, especially at that time. So that's the thing, Joel. Like, this this hopefully will be like an awesome space racing game, mm-hmm. which I... Has there ever been anything like that? I don't think so. I don't think so, no. Uh, like, if you've had like the... Because like any, any of the on-ground stuff could sort of be... F-Zero-ish or Wipeout-ish sort of? Well, there of. is someone who apparently doesn't have a great track record, but there's a Reddit user, uh, Das Vergben. Vergben. Anyway. Uh, he has, it says he has a patchy record. It's on the Eurogamer article because um, we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> um, they tatted Retro Star Fox Project as a racing game like Diddy Kong Racing mixed with F-Zero. Which, yes. So herein is where I get a little bit better because I, I can't help but think... Why you have F Zero? Give me an F Zero yeah. game. Yeah, and I just I worry even more for that series. Like with this coming out, is is there room for F Zero? When we play Smash, at a certain point, do you just change Captain Falcon's like little logo to be a Smash emblem, as no longer oh, will F Zero exist? Oh yeah, I it's didn't... been GameCube was the last new F Zero. Yeah, and it was pretty it well was it's amazing. critically received. Yeah. I love GX. It's very good racing game. I never played it, so it was incredible. Oh, I've heard nothing but good things. Co developed with Sega. Like well, oh. 
I yeah, that was because that was that whole crazy period where they were doing like mashup, yeah, developer crossovers, yeah, which we're kind of back at now. I guess it's true. Yeah, I guess we'll get to that later as well with the conference we just watched. Um, but yeah, no, it's uh, I was watching the Easy Allies podcast and they were talking about this obviously because you know they cover news and whatnot, um, and they're very good at it. But uh, I think Ian Hink said it'd be interesting to see like. Because I was saying, much like you said, like, will it be a race, like a, a space racing game? And he had the idea of, like, it start, like races could start off in space, and you come down to the ground, you're flying across the ground, then you've got to, like, land into, like, one of the land vehicles. Like, even with the chicken walker, that could be fun. Like, like chicken walker. Running on, the, running on the ground, a little chicken walker. I try to forget Star Fox. Zero, I know, you. but, like, it, it would work. And having, like, you know, and then, like, his idea was, like, the planet starts to blow up, and you're like, all right, cool, got to get back into the fucking... Uh, to the uh, fucking R-Wing and just off I go. Like I said, I'm not opposed to it. And, like, I I have an unbelievable amount of faith in Retro. There were some sort of... Uh, some ripple effect rumours that came off of this, suggesting that Retro did, in fact, have another project they were working yes. on. But it wasn't working out, or there was issues, and essentially it may have been dropped. Yep. And this could be the result. We could get this sort of instead, which Cause... would bum me out. Yeah, well, because everyone was said that, that you know, if they are working, they're, they're probably working on multiple projects, and if that's the case, I mean, they're a big enough them... studio. And exactly, the last game they made was Tropical Freeze back in like oh, we discussed the release date last week, and I don't remember. It. Did they work on the port for it as well for the Switch? I don't think so. I don't no. think I don't think they were explicitly mentioned. Yeah, because oh, I was wondering that the other day. Actually, honestly, like when you boot it up, the Retro Studios logo doesn't even pop up. Really? So I'm not sure how involved with it they were. Hmm. Interesting. Maybe, yeah, okay. Uh, but look, I tell you what, I, if they, if they pull this off, which, like you said, I have faith that if, if anyone's gonna do it, Retro can do it with like a, a dormant Nintendo franchise. They seem to be the ones to go to. Hey, Joel, you, re- you ready to get wacky? Okay. So let's, let's dive back in time a bit. Alright, let's do it. <laughs> let's go back. There was rumors a long time ago, like, a long time ago, okay. that. Long time ago. Ret- in a galaxy far, far away. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there was room there was rumors well there was talk that some sort of weird crossover game with um star fox and metroid could be in the pipelines uh, yeah right now i don't think that's what this is going to be no. but sh- do we take bets now samus's gunship <laughs> mm. in star fox grand prix I look. I I'm willing to bite on that. I would bite on that too for sure. As like an unlockable, and it's like because like as a prelude, like Nintendo might say that it's like a prelude into Metroid Prime Four, which Retro probably obviously aren't make, although clearly aren't making, but like they've got an investment in it because it's their game originally. Yeah, <laughs> like that they, they made that franchise and they've sort of brought Metro back from like non-existence essentially at that point. Um. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't put it past it. Do we go even crazier and say that Captain Falcon and uh, and uh, the uh, Blue Falcons in there, or Big Blue as a stage? Even here's the thing: Mario Kart got Link. Like everything's everything's possible. Mario Kart got fucking Animal Crossing Villager. Yeah, it looks like a terrifying person. So like, I I am I'm willing to to believe that there's a chance. Yeah, for the gunship. Yeah, I think that that's actually a really good point. And you know. I, man, I want this game now. I, the more I think about how good it could be, yeah. the more excited I get. And the more I think about how we haven't really had, like, as far as even just space games in general, 
like arcadey space games. Well, there was the one that you pointed out to me last night that I'd heard about, but I'd never oh, really looked into. Yeah, exactly. And now I'm fucking all in on that. Yeah, it's coming to the Switch. It's very cool. Um, yeah, but, but I'm definitely like, came for Ever Switch, but Ever Switch, Ever Space <laughs> on Switch. There you go. You got it a second yeah. time. But yeah, I, I am. I, I very quickly progressed from like furrowed eyebrows, not sure if once to yes, okay. It's it's. It's weird because like the more you, I think about it, the more I'm like, no, this could be really cool. Exactly, it the, could the, be really cool. You think about it and you go, it also kind of makes sense, like in a weird way. It's like, well, they they tried bringing Star Fox back, but they didn't do much new to it, and it didn't work. So why don't we just fuck it? What have we got to lose? Let's just take it in a crazy direction. Yeah, and again, like taking it down a road that sounds like it will be a Diddy Kong esque like Diddy Kong Racing esque game does allow for some of the things that make Star Fox Star Fox like. You can have the characters talking to each other with their mm-hmm. little pop-up screens and Absolutely, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. You can have Slippy just being a waste of my time. <laughs> Whiny little bitch. You can have Star Wolf and his and all those guys turn up. And you can still have the last boss be against Andros. Absolutely, yeah. There's, for sure. It could still do a lot of the things Star Fox does, but maybe help Star Fox feel fresh. Yeah. For which sure. Star Fox hasn't really felt for a while. Yeah. That's, yeah, because they just keep releasing the same game over and over again, really. I, I just don't think they know what to do with it. Because, we, I mean, on, on rails, like, arcade space, even not just on rails sort of shooting games, I just... Yeah. Because that's what Star Fox really is, when you think about it. Like, yeah. you, you're, you don't get to fly around for, like, say, a Rogue Squadron. Yeah, exactly. Which, I there guess... There are like, certain areas where you have, like, yeah, your open dogfight the areas. The alternate, like, yeah. yeah, like, where you fight, usually, the, the wolf, Star yeah, Wolf exactly. and all that. Yeah. Or, like, a boss will have it sometimes. The 3DS um, one was really... Or the DS one was really good for that. Yeah, and they did, like, to be fair, they did have Star Fox Assault by Namco, I think it was, but had a lot more yeah. open combat, but also had, like, the on-foot that stuff was the as 3D. well. Yeah, it was... Oh, no. Uh, was it Star Fox Adventures? Adventures was the Zelda one. The Zelda one. The one that was Dinosaur Planet. That was the right. final game okay. that Rare yeah. made for Nintendo. That's right. Yep. No, Assault was the one that it didn't come out here? Or no, it did. Re- it's it, really rare. It's, to- it's, yeah. People have mixed thoughts on it because of how it plays. Okay. Personally, I was always interested because of like it seemed more like a Rogue Squadron sort of game, which I love. I yeah. fucking love those, those sort of space games. But anyway, the, the point is that I am open to see what Retro can do. And Hell yes. It... It seems like it's going to happen. So many outlets are like, yeah, look, our sources have said similar. Every, as soon as it leaves, <laughs> it's one of those things where you see the leak and you go, oh, I don't know. Where there's smoke. And then everyone else goes, fire. everyone's like seeing that as like, oh, wait, that person said it. Well, look, yeah, we heard that too. And then that person's like, oh, that person said it. We heard it too. It's, yeah, and it's sort of like this domino effect of all yeah. the outlets going, hey, it's, yeah, it's real. It's similar to what's happened to a lot of Switch rumors, really. Yeah, true. And but, again, Eurogamer other ones who, who who I would be like, they they agree? All right, I'm willing to, to bite now. So, obviously, as you mentioned before about the Pokemon stuff as well, because we did get potentially, <sighs> like, the whole, like, uh, the titles of what the new Pokemon game is going to be. Very potentially. Uh, which, at the moment, look like they're going to be, like, themed yellow and green, uh, and also could be titled Let's Go uh, Pokemon, Let's Go Pikachu, and Let's Go Eevee. I think are the two that they have uh, have been leaked out there. Strong rumors that they are that we will be returning to Kanto for these games. And look, Pokemon Go did so good. Yep. So I I can believe this. And if you're and this also there was also this is a bit 
shakier, but there was a really low-res image that came out a few months mm-hmm. ago on Twitter of what looked like a Pokemon game. Like, you could see someone on the back of a Lapras. Mm. But if you really go back and focus now, you can also see someone's got... They've got an Eevee on their head. On their head. And yeah. it just is all piecing together. Nintendo loves revealing Pokemon games sort of around May, because they're never really revealed at E3. No. They no. usually talk about them before, because Game Freak's like, whatever. We, we might get like We a... don't need you necessarily, Nintendo. We could be... We have a Pokemon company. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but by the time this actually comes out, you could be listening to this, you, there could be an announcement of a Pokemon yes. Direct. Like, we are... It is imminent at this stage, it, if, if it's to be believed. The so. hype was at, like, fever point, like, <laughs> mid-last week on, like... There was Reset Arrow, we had, like, a thread that was just going in circles, because... Mm-hmm. I think, I there, think was two, just, there was a second, the second thread. They got to a second yeah. one because it, it is true. Like uh, it seems to be a trend with Nintendo or like Pokemon games around May, like middle of May. Yep. And even like because there was res- recently the uh, websites got registered. Yep. And That's people right. were like, "Huh, well, when Sun and Moon got registered, like they registered the domains, and then almost immediately after, like, oh, by the way, Here Pokemon Sun and Moon. Yeah. So yeah, it could be a thing by the time this comes out. Well, because the other thing too, like. You mentioned about Pokemon Go. The other rumor, what part of some of the rumors about it were that um, there's going to be Pokemon Go, Go integration in the game. Oh, I don't like that. And I, I, I know where I heard this. It might have been on. Like, they might have been talking about it on Kind of Funny. Um, and like you can, you can get items that would help you in Pokemon Go, and then Pokemon Go you can get items that would help you in Let's Go Pikachu. Slash I, Eevee. I honestly, I do forget that people still play Pokemon Go. Yeah. Yeah, my wife did recently up until she found that there's the, the Jurassic Park version of it, and now she plays Catching that. Catching dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah. She thinks it's a lot better. She really enjoys it a lot more, apparently. Should get her, I should get her, record her a review of, <laughs> of it. Of Jurassic Park. I should have, actually, I, I could even do that and tack it on the end. Maybe closer to the movie. We'll see how we go. <laughs> but, but I'm not excited for it. But anyway. I'm the opposite. I'm very excited for it. Mm, but, but here's the thing. Fine. I expect less of it than you do. No, I, I don't know what I you know, expect from it. I expect a no, dumb movie with not, Chris Pratt and dinosaurs. But that's the thing. I should be in, on board. I watched the trailer and I'm just like, I don't feel anything for this. I don't know what is what, wrong what with What do you me. think you're going to feel for I it? I don't know. I don't feel I don't feel like, yeah, it's going to be fun. I just watch it and I'm like, okay. Like, it's it, it's just like a resounding meh for me. I don't know what's wrong with me. But anyway. There's no other dinosaur movies out there, so I'm in. I'm like one million percent in. That's yeah, okay. It's fine. I've got two. I'm spoiled for choice at the moment, but I guess that might be the problem. Um, but yeah, so a couple of really big Nintendo leaks potentially. Yeah, that I'm I'm almost willing to just say that the retro one is true at this point. Yep. Pokemon, I, I don't know. Still up in the air. We'll we'll see. I mean, I I do think that going back to Kanto, going back to the original 151, like your first Switch. Pokemon game mm-hmm. makes sense, and also too, Go like, did really well. We were talking about this last night. Yeah, you said that Go did really well. Sun and, is... Even Sun and Moon had a lot of like you could see the Gen One influence in those games. Exactly. So there's all that, all the Alolan. Um, oh, everybody, have a have a quiet Sunday. Come on, what happened to Sunday drivers, man? <laughs> that probably was a Sunday driver. Yeah, that's what the, that's the standard now. Is it? <laughs> yeah, um, we are not recording this in like the middle of. Melbourne. We are in a house somewhere, but uh, yeah, just forgive us for the uh, the interruptions in the background. But uh, yeah, it's interesting stuff. Interesting, interesting stuff. We had another reveal event though this week, though, Karen. We did. Yeah. Activision and Treyarch. They finally they did it. 
They unveiled Black Ops I I I I. <laughs> you're so proud. You're so excited to say that. It's such a stupid. I hate yeah, that logo yeah, so it's, much. It's pretty dumb. It's not how you write for them, right? <clears throat> well, look, that's not the only thing they're shaking up with this new in- entry to the series. So the rumors were true. Exactly. Uh, no campaign this time. It's gone. Uh, there will be story elements and things like that uh, sprinkled into the multiplayer. Hey, Joel, remember how well received the original Titanfall mm, was? Yeah. yeah that no, did, I, that did really well with the story sprinkled through the multiplayer. It's definitely the first thing that comes to mind I when wouldn't, you hear I, that. I, like, man, Titanfall 2 definitely didn't launch the campaign. Yeah, no, and it definitely wasn't really good. It was. It was fucking amazing. And the Black it. Ops campaigns apparently have been fun. They've been the ones that have been, like, consistently good. Like, yep. yeah. I, I mean, it's not fair to harp on it entirely because... They did announce a lot of things, mm. almost definitely just sort of, sort of, not really throw the shade, like, try to, to cover it up, but sort of to maybe take the sting out, they talked at length about multiplayer, mm-hmm. uh, very much focused on boots on the ground, sounds like yep. wall running and all that cool stuff that would have had me interested is gone. Yep. Like, okay, cool, see you later, Cod. Uh, they talked about zombies, which it yep. sounds like there'll be a bigger focus on that. Which fair enough. Yeah, zombies. There's is one fun. that like isn't it? It's on the Titanic. Yeah, I think it's one. Of, it's like one of their events or something. Yeah, one of the, it's like it's like zombies on the Titanic. I'm like, all right, that's, yeah. that's kind of fun. And like the zombies have always been the part about COD that have probably appealed to me most recently. Yeah, likewise. Uh, so yeah, it seems like zombies will be a bigger focus. They'll launch with more maps at launch than I think they ever had before with that mode, as opposed to like starting with like one or two and then going hey yeah uh, they'll see down the road here's some yeah, more maps i'll yeah. start with more which is always good um there's going to be health bars and health bar health regeneration won't be automatic either oh, that's right you'll have like a like a stim pack sort of thing yeah and also there's that there is a uh a a medic class as well that you can pick like finally they notice that people like being medics in battlefield <laughs> yeah well that's it um yeah so that's that's how they're they're doing things now because they're, they're doing a not only apart from the you know bringing back zombies and all that sort of stuff, they're jumping on the bandwagon car and they're bringing a, a battle royale mode. Like we said, the rumors are true. Mm-hmm. The battle royale mode will be called Blackout. Yeah, and look, to be honest, kind of intrigued by this. Do you know the only reason I'm intrigued? Why? I have to wonder now what's going through PUBG, like the guys at PUBG's heads, because that game's popular. Don't get me wrong. But I think Fortnite Battle Royale showed that if your game, I'm not saying that PUBG is bad. No, I want to be. I want to be real clear you don't here. Be fires but here, what yeah. I will say is it was very like with with Battle Royale for Fortnite being built off a game that was a game. Mm-hmm. I think it worked better initially. Yeah. So I have to wonder, Treyarch make good shooters, even if I don't really like the Call of Duty series. The mechanics in those games are pretty tight. You're not wrong. If no. if they can take that and successfully apply that to a battle royale game type, PUBG. I don't know. Like I'm not saying PUBG will get blown away, but I think we've already seen it's not its popularity is not vanishing. But battle royale definitely took a portion of its audience. Oh, for sure. And if now Call of Duty is coming in and being like, oh yeah, what if we have a battle royale? It's like, well, that's that's a very different story. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if they said anything about how many players it would be. I don't think they did. I but... don't think they did. So it could be a smaller, but from the thing, uh, the way things are sounding, like the way that they're doing their map, it's kind of like a best of Call of Duty. 
by the looks of things, from what I could tell, in the blackout mode. Man, I'm really thinking that this is going to be a mode that comes out separately. Yep. <laughs> um, and it's going to have... It's, it's like, a, 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 like a, an amalgamation of all these different, like, uh, parts of, like, Call of Duty history, essentially. And you can uh, run through them all. What, what's the... Is it Rust? Yep. Let's get a Rust in there. Yep. Nuketown. Nuketown. Yeah, gotta yeah. get Nuketown in there. That's um, like me extending my Call of Duty. That's me knowledge. too. I was like, I'm, I'm out. I'm, I'm done. Um, I played a bit of Modern Warfare 2 back in the day online. Don't remember any of those maps. Nope. I just know those two. Rust yeah, and Nuketown. Rust and Nuketown, yeah, because they kept bringing Nuketown back. It was like the thing. And everyone's always was talking about Rust. It fucking pre-order bonus every year. It was like, oh, Nuketown, Nuketown. It's a pretty cool map, though. I do like Nuketown. It looks cool. And Rust is, I mean, Rust is like a really small one, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. It's just like very enclosed. Um, Which so, works really well for COD's gameplay yeah. style. So I don't know what, how it's going to be. Like, you know, it's going to be all this giant map with like all these different lumped in areas. But I also, assume, like, I mean, even like if you look at Battle Royale, Fortnite, like it has set locales. That's true. We could just do that with COD. Like you'd have, like, maybe not the entirety of Rust, but a couple of the landmarks could be there. Yeah. Or, I mean, like you probably could. They said the map's going to be really big. So oh, yeah, if you have... Like, I have to say, it was funny watching him because I talked about like vehicles and all that as well. I was like, oh yeah, like like Battlefield. Yep, <laughs> yep, that's it. Yeah, big, <laughs> like, oh, big like scale warfare. Oh yeah, like Battlefield. All oh, right, cool. All Battlefield's got to do is like up its player count by like thirty six, and they're at a hundred. Which I mean, you know, <laughs> Battlefield Five will be revealed this week. Yeah, we'll talk about that next week. Please be excited. Um, I sort of am. Yeah, I, look, I want to play Battlefield One. I want to play that campaign. Apparently, the, the rumors campaign. are that it's coming back. Yeah, for, well, I think it was like, confirmed, didn't it? It's coming back for five. I mean, I think the rumors suggested that, and now that they've all they had to do because like the rumor was basically like, Battlefield V is its name, and this is all the stuff, and mm-hmm. everyone's like, oh, okay, that's really interesting. And then EA revealed that this game is called Battlefield V, and everyone went, okay. Yeah. A lot of... It's World War Two then, we're getting war stories. Yeah. yeah. So... I'm, all this other stuff. I'm... 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 Because I heard that the war stories in, in one were really good, Battlefield One. so good. Um, and I wanted to play them, but... The, it's probably the, fun the Australian one in particular was really good. Yeah. I, man, I should just find a cheap copy of it if I can and just... I have a copy if you want to borrow it. Maybe I will. Because I bought I'll it back that. when they, it was getting flogged off real cheap for that weird Black Friday, but not Black Friday sale. Oh, at, at Big W? Yeah. yeah back yeah. when all the retailers were doing when it. When I bought Watch Dogs 2 yeah, exact, and exact uh, Titanfall 2. Yeah. Yes. Because it was also the day of our good friend's wedding and we bought them before we went out to it. Because we are adults. Okay? Yeah, exactly. We had to buy video games before we celebrated our friend's uh, marriage. But anyway, um, Call of Duty. Exactly. Uh, but the, not only are they bringing back like a whole bunch of different stuff, like, uh, uh, maps and things from past games. They're bringing back characters. Apparently, all the characters from the previous zombie modes will be there. All the characters from the previous campaigns will can be I, there. Can I play as Captain Price and his amazing mustache? I'm assuming so, yeah. Or Soap, Soap McTavish. McTavish. Fucking... Or Ghost. Or Ghost, <laughs> With yep. his balaclava with a skull on it. Can I be the dog from Ghosts, though? Ooh, Interesting. Can you be a good boy? Do you remember that E3 when they I were like, do. oh, look at the dog, the dog physics. And like, what the dog fuck? Dog in a mocap suit. Fucking what the fuck are you doing? It worked though, because I was like, oh, cute dog. It, yeah, it was. But then I'm like, why do I care? Because why? cute dog. Why though? Because cute dog. Fucking, all right. Sure. Let's keep with that. Um, yeah, so it's going to be uh, on PC. It's going to be delivered through... Battle.net? Oh, that's right. This was big. So that's a big deal. That's another major, like, PC game. Granted, it's from Activision as well, so it. I think on some level maybe they expected it, but it's another one missing Steam. Yeah. Only through Battle.net. Yep. Which means also it'll be weird when I open up Battle.net, and there'll be all these Blizzard games 
Destiny Two and Call, Call of Duty, Duty Black Ops Four. Yep. Um, but I mean, yeah, that's that's, that's pretty good big. though. Like it was weird to because you didn't watch the presentation, did you? I watched the end of it, so that's why I watched okay. from like pretty much the blackout announcement onwards. Oh, okay. So, they, so I think they may have been there. Like they had was that? Did, so did you see them announcing it for PC, like on Battle.net? Oh, I don't think I did. Okay, because um, Jeff Kaplan and some of the Overwatch guys show up because obviously Overwatch is like Activision's, well, Activision Blizzard's PC shooter darling. Fuck yeah, it is. So it sounds like they've been lending a hand with because apparently we have all the Battle.net benefits, like cross-game chat. So like you can be playing cool. Black Ops and chatting with your friends playing Overwatch, all that sort cool. of stuff. Awesome. So yeah, that's all really cool. Battle.net beginning to get built into something for sure how long till it gets like a like a, a storefront is the first splash screen you see uh, i mean i, I technically it already is because like all the games are there that they yeah. have and, and you can, can click just, on it and, and then go, buy it would you like to buy this yeah, yeah. it's only it's now it's time until you until you pick which games show up there because they'll have that many there mm-hmm. yeah you can like start to curate it a little yeah. bit yeah but activision getting away from steam yeah yeah i mean look well, good on them like yeah, one of, one of the giant multi corporations had to yeah, sort of take a stand. One of those evil, yeah, yeah. corporations had to be like, no, use our proprietary platform. Exactly. Is yeah. it a their proprietary platform? Because I mean, technically, so did EA. Yeah, but Origin sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Difference being, I like BattleNet. I don't like Origin. Because BattleNet was an existing thing that Activision yes. bought out, and they sort of built upon that. I remember when Blizzard briefly changed its name from BattleNet. Like, yeah, it, like it wasn't going to be like Battle.net anymore. Yeah, it was like. I can't remember what it's going to be called, but I very quickly went back to Battle.net. Something like Blizzard or something like that. Yeah, it was like weird. your Blizzard account. It's like, no, it's my... just, just Battle.net. It's Battle.net. It works. It's way better. It Rolls off cooler. the top. Battle.net. And to go there, it's like, what's the address? Battle.net. Yeah, it's easy. Done. Really easy. There you go. Download it. Battle.net. All... You got it. It's all good. Not like store.steampower.com. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. Or Googling Origin. Uh, look, I, th- I think it's pretty safe to say that we're probably not going to get the Black Ops for... When it comes out, probably not. It, it's coming out in October, so yep. I think that's actually a bit earlier than I think it normally is. Normally, they're, they're November releases. Uh, it'll probably get out the gates before Battlefield does. Mm-hmm. So I assume Battlefield is usually like late October. Yep. But it, I have to say that this sounds interesting. None of it sort of makes up for the no campaign thing. They didn't even say the words. For the most of the presentation, they said. I think the closest I got was towards the end, where they're like, "There will no. be th- there will be story elements littered through." Or something at like one that. point, they did say there will be no traditional campaign, mm-hmm. but it was after they talked about the multiplayer and the zombies. So, and the presentation I think went for nearly an hour or more. Yeah, yeah. So they really deep dive on a lot of this stuff, but I, the main takeaway for, I think for some people was no campaign. Yeah, and this game will still come out, no doubt, at a premium price, and. It's not to say it doesn't deserve it, because there's a lot of stuff in here by the looks of it, but if it hasn't got a campaign, why the fuck is it called Black Ops 4? Yeah, and that's if the it, problem. If yeah. it has all the old Call of Duty heroes, just call it Call of Duty, guys. Yep. yep. Call of Duty heroes or something. Call of Duty... We had a conversation the other night where we, we basically listed off... For about ten minutes, we did. We went. We a whole for a bunch while. of conversations. Yeah, oh. there were some good ones in there. Most of this burns about what what the game was. Yeah, but yeah, like I don't know. I don't know why it's called Black Ops Four. I mean, the Black Ops brand might it I, it probably sells well now. Yeah, I guess. But, but it just, the, it, the blank warfare brand is kind of 
not doing great. True, yeah. Infinite Warfare, but I think it was the, the nail in the coffin for that one, yeah. Ever since, like, Modern Warfare 3, that's sort of been on a, a downward spiral from yep. Modern Warfare to Advanced Warfare to Infinite Warfare. But maybe that's maybe that's the reason why. Just because Black Ops is hot, they wanted to sell it like that. And putting it out as Call of Duty, they maybe weren't feeling confident with it. Yep. I won't be surprised if this Blackout mode does come out individually. Mm. as a standalone thing it had its own logo and everything it did it had its own like splash screen can I say I hate the zombie splash screen I I actually see it it's really it's it's not it doesn't look bad it's just this really annoying zombie screen that happens during it I'm like I don't need that every time I see this splash screen okay and during the the zombie section it played a lot (laughs) (laughs) and I was like no more please I've had enough it was like when I went to the cinemas to see Deadpool 2 we got not one not two but the three character trailers for Detroit Become Human. Sony and really granted, wanted to buy Detroit, man. Granted, they're only 20 seconds long, but it was like, I am Kara. This is, my, this story. is my story. I this am Kara. This is my story. I'm familiar with your tag, Detroit, being this is my story. Yeah. This is our story. This is our story, yeah. Or like, And it was like, how will you... How will you choose their story? And I'm like, oh. but I thought it was their story. And I'm like, I fucking, is it my story or their story? Be clear with your marketing. I'm like, I played the demo. It's really good. I'm making, buy the, it. I'm making the choices. It isn't their story. It's yeah, my story. It's my story now. <laughs> I'm the android. Oh I'm, god, I'm controlling. I can make Connor walk up to that guy on the roof and be like, "Hey, you're broken," and they're gonna ditch you. And then I'll just jump off a building. Oh, I did play that. I did play that this week too. I forgot, uh, but yeah, you talked about it last year when we. It was the same demo from. It was the same demo as past. I think I. That I may have even talked about it when I played it a few weeks ago. Yeah, true. Because I actually. talked about how I just walked up to him and was like, hey, yep. you, mate, you suck, and they're going to get rid of you. So I, he just jumped off a building with the kid, and I was like, Connor's job here is done. I did play through it a few times, like, yeah, and, and get some different outcomes. It's a cool idea. My biggest sticking point is David Cage. Yeah. And that's why, again, coming out the same day as Dark Souls, I'm like, mm, I know which one I'm going to enjoy. Yeah, that's fair. I'm waiting I mean, to switch Dark Souls, so I could probably swing it, but... I mean, here's a problem. If you do pick it up, I probably will. So you will not be allowed to talk to me about spoilers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll just be like, it's good. Or it's bad. And then I won't have to buy it. I'll just go, it's... And that's it. That's Better it. than Beyond Two Souls? About... I did play it. I was going to download it the other day. Just because it's on Plus. Just Don't was... do it. I was like, fuck it. Why it's not? No. It's free. No, it's not free. Because you've got to play it. And that, that, will, that will take its toll. <laughs> The game, I don't like that game. Uh, because I've heard mixed things. I've heard some people say it was okay. I'm I know, like, I think it's okay. I can get by. So I think the PS4 version has like because play it chronologically. Yes, because the main thing about Beyond Two Souls is that you don't play it chronologically, and that was one of the parts that made me go, "Why is this? Why? <laughs> Why am I jumping around this timeline and like controlling this ghost? It's like a black shadow. It's whatever." Ellen Page, I like you, but you're better than this. And Willem Dafoe as well. Yeah, Willem Dafoe is in yeah. it. And he's better than that too. Yep, he's much better than David that. David Cage, you're about where you belong. Oh. <laughs> I don't All like right. David Cage. Well, yeah. Uh, Black Ops 4 coming out uh, October oh. 12. Yeah, October 12th. PS4. Yep. Xbox One. Yep. PC. PC. So part of the rumor that was wrong, well, I mean, it could, it could change, but the rumor also suggested that the Battle Royale mode would come to Switch. Which hasn't happened yet, so that part was probably wrong. Yep, I think unless it happens at E3. Yeah, but I, 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 the the battle royale they're describing, I'm like, I don't know if a Switch can run that. No, I don't think it will either. And I don't we think will get Nintendo's, Fortnite battle royale on Switch though. I don't think Nintendo Draft your online. Tweets. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't think Nintendo on, online no. service will be able to handle no. it. <laughs> 
That's... I'm still not convinced it can handle Smash when that comes out. Yeah, I w- yeah. Right now in September. <laughs> I will fucking... <laughs> Woo! Okay. Um, Alright, it's time to get into part two. A big topic for the week again. Part two of our Road to E3 recap. Road to E3. E3 is... I called it that imminent. last week. I, I hope you're okay with that. That's I saw it. I was like, top. ah, sure, why not? Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. accurate. It's what it is. Like we're going, we are, we're weeks away from E3. We're just recapping all the stuff that happened before last that year was. And... It was E3 recap, and I'm like, that's a much more exciting title. Like Road to E3 is a much more exciting <laughs> title than E3 recap EA Part One. Um, <laughs> slightly better, slightly more like more optimistic this year, uh, this week. Well, with... that's, that's the thing, isn't it? I, I felt bad, but I think it's also why it works starting with EA because get him out of the fucking way. <sighs> It's, I don't, I don't like to be negative. Of course, no, no one does. Preface if you're going to listen to hunting seasons. <laughs> um, but when you are, it just sucks the joy out of you. Some, like, especially if you're nothing but negative. And if you're trying hard to see, like, to you, make you light see situations. Yeah. yeah. So when we were talking about EA, I was just like, oh, uh, do I even, do I even care about E3 anymore? It doesn't, it doesn't help either because it was like, EA have like properties that we care about. Man, yes. Star Wars. It's like the they we, have Dead are, Space. Yeah, is it, well, they killed the studio that made it, but yeah. they own the IP. It's yeah. just going to sit mm. there and rot, much like Silent Hill is with Konami. Yeah, but yeah, that's the thing. I think that's why it hurts so much more, and that's why yes. we got so much more passionate about it. Is because it was affecting things that we like. So yeah, I like and, to think that this this week's edition will be yeah. slightly more uh, optimistic. And even when you look forward, like you can, you can only look forward so much to EA and go, "Well, you're probably still going to be dicks." Mm. Like, yep. Sorry, you probably are. It's, yep. They're, like their last few E3 showings have all sort of been about as average as one another. They've been the same. Yeah, they've been the same thing. So, but the next two, hopefully, they had they had quite good E3s last year. So hopefully, yeah, they have exactly. good ones this year. Yeah, uh, one of which I think was probably my my favorite showing of last year. I think it was mine. Hmm. Yeah, so it, I think it was the best of a lot of them. Uh, should we start off with that one? Yeah, might as well. Excellent. Uh, Ubisoft. What a fucking twist. Ubisoft having like one of the best presses uh, of last year. It was very impressive. Um, opening out uh, out with uh, the old, uh, what's it called? Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle. Actually confirming it. Bas- shocking everyone. Mm. Because yeah. everyone had basically made up their minds on that game and... Yep. Turns out we were all wrong and that game was good. And it, it literally made everyone just go, this looks really good. And you know what? It is really good. It's a good game. Mm. It's going real cheap at EB right now for like their mid-year sale. If you haven't yeah. picked it up, go and do it. You can get the fucking collector's edition for like 50 Don't get the collector's edition. It has like a stupid rabbit statue. You don't want that in your it's house. Fine. No, it's not. Maybe it's you not. do. Maybe you do. If you do, know. that's fine. But I judge you for it. That's fine. Okay. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, we got that revealed. Miyamoto came out on stage. Yeah. Held up guns with fucking Yves Guimont. And I, it's, it, Bill Trenum was there translating. The fucking, yeah, Bill Trenum was there. Then we had that amazing heartfelt moment with the, um, the creative director on the game. I can't remember his name. I feel, is it, um, Davide? David? Mm, I don't know, man. It's something like David. Um, I think, but yeah, and him in the crowd, like in tears, just like so proud of where he was and what had happened and how he got to work with, Miyamoto essentially on this project like don't uh, make a jumping game yeah don't make a jumping game that was his only stipulations you can make something interesting and fun don't make a jumping game um so kicking off with that already like the biggest like turnaround of the century where people were just like this is going to be fucking garbage to 
oh my god, I actually can't wait to play this game. Yeah. And then people who are actually at E3 actually playing the game there and going, it's re- it it just plays as well as it looks as well. It's it's a good game. Uh, and then when we eventually got it, it was excellent. Yep. So, um, we moved on to Assassin's Creed Origins in one of the worst showings of any game at E3 last year. Uh, his, you're being harsh. I know, of, what, I know what part of you the mean. gameplay. Yeah, because the trailer was kind of it was like okay, this is okay. Was fine, yeah. And the guy came out and he talked about it. I was like, yep. cool. Assassin's like, Creed taking a year off. And yep. this is a result. Let's see some gameplay, uh, though. They cut off to the gameplay part, but it was off screen on a tiny TV, and they also zoomed out. Yep. <laughs> and you're like, why? And it was at, the, the the location they were at was like outside, I think. So there was like glare from the sun on the TV. And I was like, also the screen was at an angle. It wasn't like on the screen. It was sort of askew. And they fucking zoomed out. They zoomed out, and they. And- I mean, I get the point if it was to get... Because, like, oh. essentially it was like, hey, uh, stick around after the show. We'll show you 30 minutes of direct feed gameplay. Okay. That's not going to convince me, though. But this was after we had, like... So, sorry, to cut into... Because Microsoft was before that, wasn't it? Where we saw... There was a trailer for it at Microsoft, wasn't it? It was Microsoft before Ubisoft. I'm going to look up the, the, the times. Yeah, because I know... Because, like, Microsoft had, like, the big deep dive on it as well. On their stage, I'm pretty sure, didn't they? Microsoft was weird because they had because they had more Anthem. They had Anthem, which was so strange. Yeah, I feel like the, the Assassin's Creed was there for some reason. I feel like Assassin's Creed was there as well, but um, but I mean that game's out now as well. It came out as advertised. Yep, the same day as Mario Odyssey, um, and it's like done really well. It's sort of gone from stride to stride. It's had some really good DLC releases after it. it had the um the education mode or was the what, oh, yeah, what called the it was explorer like, mode or whatever discovery mode. Discovery mode. That's it. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, it's been going from strength to strength there with that. So, what's the verdict? Uh, I'm trying to. There's no easy answer here. Okay, <laughs> don't stress about it then. But I, I just had this feeling. But yeah, there was all, the important part was I had that 30, that half an hour afterwards after the conference, which I don't think I stuck around to watch. To be honest. Oh no, it does sound like because so Microsoft was on June 11th. Yep. And Ubisoft was June twelfth. Yeah. So yeah. So obviously Microsoft had a deep dive. Yeah, yeah. So I thought they Weird. had they had more about it. Um, it's like because it was because like, I yeah I remember they had it because they were like this is running on Xbox One X like because it was just which like, they also announced. said in the Ubisoft conference Man. like as they were showing the off screen askew screen glared tiny TV game tiny play. it wasn't even a TV it was a fucking computer monitor like let's face it. And it might have been like a UHD one, but it was just wasted. It was askew, it was zoomed out, and there was glare. It <laughs> so was it doesn't just, matter how good it looked, it I didn't see it. Just not good. Weird um, choice. Really weird choice. Cool trailer, though, and I mean, guess like if we're looking at what where we are now. Game paid off. Game paid off. To, you Taking can, two years If you give the, the Assassin's Creed team a year off, yep. an extra year to make their game, turns out they will deliver the goods. They made a fucking huge game. Apparently there's so much to do in that game, it's, too. I haven't played it, but yeah, it looks huge. Yeah. And like re- completely revamping the combat system to yep. play like Breath of the Wild slash Dark Souls. Loot system as well. Witcher 3, basically Witcher 3 level of detail in the world. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, the loot system, all that stuff. Crazy. Uh, the crew too. I'm excited about this. Still not out yet. Still not out yet. Close though. We're about, yeah, we're about a month away or yeah, so. It comes out in June. Bad yep. time to come out if you're a game. Yeah, look. I'm you, don't, you, don't, you don't want to be for last year's E3 coming out around this year's E3. The only, the only person that can do that was Naughty Dog. 
Because they fucking launched. I still can't believe they did that. I don't fucking. It's insane. insane. Like, why would you do that? Insane. And then it worked. It fucking works. I mean, I guess that I know other games are coming out around then. So if a game like a a company like Naughty Dog that are like, we've established ourselves with three Uncharted games, we can fucking wildcard bitches. Let's do it. We'll put a game out in June. All right. All right, guys. And arguably their best, probably. I. Uncharted 4 is really good, though. But, Uncharted 4 is really good. But as a standalone game, though, you could play The Last of Us without having to play anything oh, yeah, before yeah, yeah. it. So Yes, that's true. For that um, reason, I guess, yes. Yeah. Um, but Uncharted 4, if you've played the series, is, it, I, much, I think is... It, just in better. general, Uncharted 4 is way more polished. Yep. Its narrative is not the same as Last of Us's, but I, I would put it on the same level of It's quality. made for the PS4 as well. Yeah. It wasn't, yes. It wasn't a, like a remaster. But well, the remaster of Last of Us is Very incredible. nice, yeah. Um, but yeah, Crew 2, I... You can switch between planes and King boats. of all motorsports. Uh, King of all motorsports. Uh, that's pretty much all you need to know about that one. You'll probably hear me talk about it because I'll probably get it. I didn't end up getting the first, the crew. When it, uh, I remember playing the beta for it. I got into the beta for it. Um, and it was cool, but I never got around to buying it. Cause it I mean, it sounds like it had a rocky road. Yeah. And I was going to buy, I kept, every, every time they reiterated it and uh, re-released it as like a slightly more complete version, I kept going, maybe I'll buy it now. Never did. So Never did. I might jump in on this one. It seems to be doing some interesting stuff, like the fact that you can switch between cars and planes and boats at, at will. Um, so if that works well, I'll probably wait for reviews and, and see what people are saying about it, but maybe I'll check that one out. Um, South Park, The Fractured Butthole. It, it's out. So the thing that the trainer noticed for this like press conference, Joel, was I got to the end and I'm like, man, I liked a lot of those games. I also played essentially none of them. Yeah. Which I will rectify, hopefully. Yeah. And but, it's, like, it's not wow. that we didn't want to. It's just that, like, because, like, I mean, I really want to play South Park. Like, I, I kind of am interested in playing And we're South Park on Switch now. Well, that's it. Like, I, I, I'm, not, a, I'm not sure if there was a game-breaking bug, and I'm not sure if I patched that out yeah, yet. Yeah, probably I'm not going to get it straight away, but I, I, that would be definitely something I would like to get for um for the Switch for sure. But, um, but yeah. Uh, and also, I mean, like, just to cut to later on, like, Far Cry 5 as well, like... Oh, was that was a game I, I skipped in the end, because I feel like it wasn't going to deliver on what I'd hoped. Yeah. Which is not to say the game is bad, because I hear the game's good. I just wanted more from its story, and it sounds like, at least from what I've heard, it doesn't go It's the weakest part of that game, yeah. Would go. Um, I haven't looked into anything. I'm still probably going to get it, maybe wait for a sale on it, though. That's a good thing. It's a, Ubis- it's a Ubisoft game. It'll be on sale at some point. Exactly. So, um... But yeah, so South Park came out, their mobile game got announced, which I actually did play a little bit of while I was in Japan. That was their card game, wasn't um, it? Uh, kind of. It was like a... Bomb yeah. Destroyer, whatever it was called. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember exactly how it played out, but there, there were cards involved. I think it was like an RPG, like a turn-based RPG as well. It was definitely... Because I remember they had like all... like the, the gimmick of the trailer was all the different style, like genres the game yep. would lend from. Like, yeah. Because it sort of it introduced like the superhero aesthetic from Butthole. Yep. Then went to the stick of true stuff and then sort of went, oh yeah, all this other stuff as well. So yep. I assume it was... Um, I remember because I downloaded it while I was, I was staying in the Roiken in Japan and I was like, well, I'll give this a go. Give it a download. And I played a little bit of it and I played it for most of the trip. It was kind of fun, um, but didn't really need to go back to it. So it sort of got, it came out and I was like, oh shit, give it a go. Um, Skull and Bones. Skull and Bones, Joel... 
popped up in the headlines this week. It did. It officially delayed till 2019. Mm-hmm. Which I guess, like, it, I mean, we knew we were going to see it, but I, I imagine if it's if Ubisoft is still talking about it, we're going to see it at E3. Yeah. So Skull and Bones, I guess the best way to describe it is, remember that really cool ship part from Black Flag? <laughs> what if we turned that into a class-based multiplayer game? Cool. Yeah. You mean I get to be on a ship with my friends no, and have different no, roles? No, I'm thinking of Sea of Thieves. Oh. I'm, I'm talking about you are on a ship with a bunch of AI, but to fire your cannons, you would basically like the Black Flag combat. Yeah. And your friends would be on another ship that would be it would be a hero shooter, but with ships. Because everything Seems is a hero a bit, shooter yeah, these say, days. <laughs> There's the title of the episode. No. Hero shooters, battle royales. Yep. It's all it's all happening. And, and E3 conferences, oh my. Yeah, but um, I, I think the main thing, the main main reason, we'll talk more about Skull of Bones, what it could be later, but my initial concern was just knowing that it was that. I'm like, ah, oh, this is going to be full of microtransactions. Oh, yeah. But now EA's poisoned that well, like they might might shake it up. The, um, this could be why it's delayed. And that's, yeah, exactly. You're right. I think that might be why it's, it's been delayed. Or hopefully it's delayed to add a campaign, because I'm not sure if they ever said there was one, because the trailer they showed was all about the multiplayer. Mm-hmm. There was a shot at the end of it with like the Kraken underneath the boat, but that could still yeah. be a multiplayer as well. It could be like a raid style thing. But yeah, we don't really know much about that game besides that trailer because after that, it went quiet. Like yeah. during the E3 show, they're like, don't forget to sign up for our like early access beta. I don't know if it ever happens. No, I, I never I saw don't it. think it did. I never saw notifications of people going, I'm in the Skull and Bones beta. beta. Yeah. Um, speaking of things, I have no idea what the fuck they are. Uh, next up, we saw Transference. Transference of Elijah Wood. Elijah Wood in like a weird, like meta styled horror VR yeah, experience. About, about like transferring human consciousness into and trauma and stuff. Yeah. And it, it, it was like, it was Elijah Wood being Elijah Wood, but it's like he was a part of this company that was making this. Spectivision. Spectivision, which it, again is the company that's like, it's the developers that are making it. But Is it though? That's the thing. I'm very curious to see if we if this because if they listed it, I think is like spring 2018. Yeah. So that I mean, again, that will probably show up at E3 this year, hopefully in some form. Because yeah. I am I I don't own VR. I'm curious to know more about this thing. Be cool, if whatever they, it is. Be cool if they opened with that and just like fucked with the audience. Or shadow drop it. That wouldn't be. I wouldn't be surprised. Actually, that'd be a good shadow drop. Shadow drop transference. Yep. Also, you don't need VR to play it. I'm scraping the bottom of the You really there. are. It feels like it's built around VR. <laughs> um, but yeah, hopefully we'll hear some more about that. I'm very intrigued to hear more about it. We had Just Dance. There's people dancing. They danced and there was music. Yep. That's Just Dance for you. Baby Rexa was there, which, sure, why not? There's no Jason Derulo, man. Oh. Yeah, Jason Derulo. Um, then we got Starlink Battle for Atlas, which is a new Toys to Life concept. By the, I didn't realize it was by the Blacklist, Splinter Cell Blacklist devs. Oh, yeah, Ubisoft Toronto? Mm. Yeah. That's, I mean, cause Blacklist was kind of fun. We'll talk about that before. Yeah, it was a good... I mean, I don't know how good it was compared to the other Splinter Cell games. Yeah. But I really enjoyed the co-op in it. It was, it was dumb fun. Like, I mean, it, that's the one thing that Splinter Cell has been pretty renowned for, is having co-op in their... um, uh, What are they called? In their uh, Splinter Cell titles. Yeah. It's like a big a big part of why people like like it so much. It's that and like Spies vs. Mercs, I think, in terms of multiplayer options. Um, yeah. So this was a, a 
it's like little ships that were like little little ships like toys well, yeah they were pretty big like by the time like to picture a PS4 controller they were like the size of like the width of a PS4 because like, they like clip onto too, the top yeah, of it yeah too big yeah too big I liked the idea of it I was like but that, at that point too I was like cool like a, like maybe a slightly more accessible arcadey space sim sure but now I know that Everspace is like literally this week like, actually it's out like in two days i'm pretty sure yeah like so it's, it's, i'm like yeah. well i'm gonna play that because it's got roguelike elements as well and i like those games so and you, don't, you don't need to, buy, need to toys. buy toys even though the toys looked really cool they look cool but again like it's you've got it, to have a place for them it's funny for, for ubisoft to be jumping on this trend as like everyone's sort of gotten out of the pool well that's the thing i think we've heard nothing about it since no, I it, went, it went quiet. It went so quiet. This is like the section, apart from Just Dance, which is like, they, they know that's going to sell anyway. But like, that's, this is the segment where things went quiet. Like, Skull and Bones went quiet. Transference, heard nothing about it. Um, yeah, Starlink Battle for Atlas, nothing about it. Um, things started to pick up a little bit more after that, though. We got the, uh, which I'm not saying is exciting, but like the, the Olympic event for Steep, that's pretty cool. Steep getting some cool. DLC. Steep being kept alive. Exactly, yeah. I'm sure all, all six players out there that are playing it still will be Ooh. very excited. Harsh. Yeah. Well, I just haven't heard anyone talk about it. Brandon Jones is the only one I've heard talk about it. And he didn't talk about it too fondly. Exactly. Like, that's, that, that's, yeah. All no, that's the only person in, like, games media that I follow who's spoken about it in some sort of, like, And it sounds like he only did it because of his attachments to SSX. SSX. Yep. Yeah. Um, so yeah, sure, why not? Uh, and then Far Cry Five got revealed, which I mean, we got a better idea of a setting. Yeah, they sort of showcased like we had those trailers leading up to it as yeah. well. So they they showed off the setting in that trailer, sort of set up the fact that it was set in America and all that. And I, and I was like, oh, yeah, mm. I'm interested, but mm-hmm. it's, the full game didn't, didn't really deliver. Yeah, but like as far as Far Cry goes, like compared, considering the last one was it was Primal, I guess. But I, oh, Primal always felt like a not a filler, but like it was a spinoff. Yeah, Far Cry Four, the last numbered one, did not impress me at all. Mostly because I'd recently played Far Cry Three, exactly. which is an incredible game. Yep, and Far Cry Four is just like, oh, it's the same, but Look, in that's, the mountains. That's fine. Yeah, but I'm good. Yeah, I, I I agree. That was the reason why I fucking adored Far Cry Three. I have I a copy do. of Four still. Yeah, I know. That's how much I care about it. Like I, like Far Cry Three was, I bought on a whim on the sale. Uh, like it was like the the final the, the deal of Christmas, um, on the PSN, and it was like pretty cheap. No, no, you bought it that way. I yeah, bought, I, I bought, I bought it, it from a Video Easy going getting a business sale. Oh, Far Cry Three. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, it, it cost me like thirty bucks, I think. Um, and it was like relatively new; that it only just come out. But yeah. Um, and then finally they closed out the show with Beyond Good and Evil Two. We saw that. Michelle Ansel got to come out on stage. Again. Like, opening and closing with very emotional, probably the most emotional moment of the that E3. This is a good part of my brain was sort of like, oh, it's so nice you're letting him make this game at long last. Even if you did dangle it as like a, huh? You won't be good and evil too? Yeah. And, and then, like, finally, like, okay, we'll fund it. Yeah. We, again, we don't know how it's going to take. It looks nothing like the first Beyond Good and Evil. Seems like it'll be a games as service sort of model somehow. But the, I'm still the stuff we've excited. seen, we have we've seen bits and pieces oh, yeah. of it though, which has been good. There like, was a video like the other week. Yeah, well, there, there was that that big gameplay trailer they did, a video that they did where it's showing like flying around and going yeah. into the, back, like 
from space down into the like. It doesn't the really know what Beyond Good and Evil was, but I'm not opposed to it. I'm like, okay, cool. I never really played much Beyond Good and Evil. Um, I know you got to, like you was you were a journalist taking photos and stuff. Yeah, man, it was like Pokemon Snap, but you yeah. got to actually move around freely. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. Um, but the trailer they launched, like they played at their E3 conference, was really cool though. Yes, it was fully CG. Yeah, full CG, but like really cool like to sort of set the setting of the world of that world yeah it, I looked, think. it looked interesting mm, i was like well, I'm, i want to see more um i did watch that trailer quite a few times actually i was like this is pretty cool um all right so what do you think we'll see this like, year? I, I guess that's what we get in like the interesting stuff comes in i mean as we said skull and bones almost definitely back again yep whether it has a campaign now who knows like it's it's pure speculation to say that the reason it's delayed is to pull out microtransactions, but mm-hmm. that game just looked ripe for them. Yeah. It just looked ripe to have, like, loot boxes and stuff crammed in there. Yeah. Yeah. And if... I mean, now, past your ship and all that sort of shit, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And now that, now that EA went and did the EA, maybe Ubisoft was like, look, maybe we reevaluate this and take a different approach. But who knows? Like, maybe I'm wrong, and maybe they'll bring it back at E3, it'll still be multiplayer only, and the beta will happen. Yeah, and the maybe. delay is just consequential. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? Um, th- there was a new story, though, that apparently that Ubisoft will release a AAA video game by the end of March next year. I think that was like the That's first... Soft, aside from a Division 2? I think that was... I think they were alluding that... I don't know if it, they'd said that it was the, the Division 2, but everyone's assumed, isn't it? That's what the way Because I think Division 2, they said, will come out by March. Right. But, okay. I mean, it could be another one. Like, could be. They're going to have something the holiday season. It's Ubisoft. Yeah. yeah, they need something. So, to go back to the Walmart leak, yep. um, there was two two things in particular in there that popped up. Mm-hmm. One that I think is a no-go. Assassin's Creed was mentioned. I don't think we get Assassin's Creed this year. I think Ubisoft has learned that given that a year off, thumbs up. Yeah. Like, the, the leaks are all there for, like, being set in Greece and all that. So, I think that'll happen, but I think that'll be next year. The other game that was mentioned was Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell. Yeah. Which we did have the the the, the Sam Fisher tie-in with Ghost Recon Wildlands. Really cool it yeah. was a really cool tie-in. Brought back the the guy, I forget his name all the time. Michael Ironside. Yes, Michael Ironside as as Sam Fisher after the weird voice actor change. Mm-hmm. I, Splinter Cell is happening. I'm, I'm I so felt confident. it last year. I thought last year they were gonna just like shut it, it like shadow drop a trailer for it and be There's like, been rumors. Hey. There's been plenty of rumors that Splinter Cell's in development. And with the success of, yeah, all the other Tom Clancy brands, like, why not Splinter Cell as well? Come back, reboot it. I think we go back. It, it, I think it back comes out. Reboot? I think it does a God of War where it comes out and it's okay. like, it's not going to have a subtitle. I think it's going to be Splinter Cell. Interesting if that's the case. I think I think that would be the way to do it. It's been long enough between drinks, essentially. Like the, Yeah, Blacklist was last gen. Yeah. And like middle of it too. Yeah. And even then, like, it was a pretty small release, it felt like. Mm-hmm. No, like, Conviction? Was that, that was the last. I think so, yeah. That was the Xbox 360 exclusive one. This Double Agent as well was another one that... Yeah. Was that after? Uh, my Splinter Cell knowledge? Remember. Yeah. Limited. Yeah. Well, because mainly, because, like, Splinter Cell was an Xbox... It was... Pro- at it, first, wasn't it? Predominantly. Predominantly. I, I know that was that one that was a 360 exclusive. Mm. Um, but again, I, I had Metal Gear at the time, but I don't have exactly. Metal Gear anymore. Metal Gear's gone, as exactly. Sam Fisher like, reminds us in that, one left. in that Wildlands Easter egg. Um, so I'd, I'd say that will be a lock, and I I want to say that might even be a holiday game. I think it might be. I'm slightly holding out hope that Watch Dogs 3 
But I think they'll get. I think they'll get announced, but I don't think it'll be their holiday game. No. Um, they'll want to. They'll want to build up. Well, so I, hang on. So because there was that April Fool's Day joke on the UPlay, which was like very looked looked very much like a Watchdogs esque thing. I mean, it's there's been, been rumors like leading up to it as well that there was like a, a thing that was in like the code about. I can't remember exactly what it was. It was like said something about like the the tagline for um. Uh, it was like a play on the tagline for Watch Dogs 2 about like we are the future or something like that. Yeah, it's been long enough. Watch Dogs 2 was a couple of years ago now. And when you look at what they announced at this E3, so they had their big games were probably Assassin's Creed, which came out in October. And Far Cry ended up coming out in March. What, what, what was it? Did they have another big game in there as well? I think so. Yeah, here we go. The, the official Watchdogs Twitter account sent out a cryptic "This is everything" tweet before the tweet quickly disappeared. So, um, yeah, and it says it also follows recent rumors uh, that the Watchdogs, the next Watchdogs game, would take place in London, which that would, would be, be cool. That would be so cool. It would be really fucking cool. Yes, because <laughs> um, I don't think I don't think they will return to to Marcus. No, and, no, no, and that they, that, they that should, faction of of dead sec. As much should, as I'd love to no, see, do it Assassin's Creed style. As much as I'd love to see wrench again, but yeah, I agree. I think it's it's the way to do it. And if they're going to go somewhere like London, fucking yes, I'm fucking. I think I can't believe how quickly I turned around because I fucking hated Watch Dogs One. It is such a bad game, and Watch Dogs Two was on my top ten list of that do year. You know, well, I even I can't. I don't agree that Watch Dogs is a bad game. It's just an offensively average game. It, yeah, that's exactly. Where it's I not think it's really, terrible, but it just it's just so. It's barely serviceable. Yeah, like, like it's just like nothing stands out. Everything's flat. Yeah, nothing. It's just it was all grey compared to what we were promised as well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, and they kind of got a little bit closer with that. To the original promise with Watch Dogs 2. Like, there was a lot more hacking and things, interactive uh, elements around the environments that you could play with. The protagonist was more interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Whatever his name was. And his ragtag crew of friends as well. Like, he, the, the, the dynamic between him and Wrench was so good. And they actually, they did give you the options. Like, well, you're a hacker. You wouldn't just kill everyone because yep. you're a hacker. Yep. You'd 3D print, like, stun guns instead. Yeah. So like Which I love was... that the fact that you 3D printed guns because that was a big problem with Watch Dogs One. It's like I'll call my sweet hacker and I gun down heaps of people. Yeah, well that doesn't make sense. I'm a hacker. And you could you could go non and I tried but I there was no trophy or anything for it. I got the platinum in it, but there was no trophy for it. But I went as non lethal as possible. But mm. um, I think I hope we see that. I mean, it's, I I would say a reveal is definitely not for tables because I mean they could they could close off it. They closed off Beyond Good and Evil last year and That's was like true. a no time frame. Yep. I, I could see Watch Dogs 3. Like, maybe they put Watch Dogs 3 out next year, like, next holiday season, but reveal Assassin's Creed next E3. I don't know. Yeah. Like, it's been enough between Watch Dogs, I think. It's possible. It's definitely possible. And I think Watch Dogs 2 was pretty well received, and it sold pretty well as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're not going to stop the IP. Mm. And the other the fun thing with Ubisoft is they have so many studios that could be doing anything. Yep. Like they're sort of a bit. Like, wild I went. Card I went now. to like look up. I'm like okay, because I I try to track down studios and like what can I figure out? Like their main one is Ubisoft Montreal, which has had their hand in all their main games. Yeah, Far Cry Five, Assassin's Creed yep. Origins, um, Watch Dogs Two. Like everything that's come out. Like even with months apart, Montreal's had their hands in. So I'm like shit. Anything's possible with Ubisoft. They've got yep. so many people. Um, do we have? Like you said, I think it's pretty wild card. But is there anything else that you think we'll see? Do you think we'll see? I never, I never rule out new IPs for Ubisoft. Like, if if anyone out there is going to champion it, it will be them. Yeah, 
They they seem more than happy to be like, here's this new thing that will probably turn into a series. But if and they seem pretty, I think all their scariness has sort of died down, like in terms of what's been going on behind the scenes well, of the Vivendi stuff. Will, will been... that affect? Will they be back to being? Because Ubisoft pre that was like, I don't really like you guys. Then suddenly their company was in jeopardy of being taken over by Vivendi. And suddenly they were our best friends and they were like, look at how cool our developers are and all that, which I, think I respect. That, I think, I I, I, I don't think they would go back now. I, I think they've learned their lesson. I mean, they don't, they don't need to pull all the developers up on stage again this year. No, but I think they, I think that's the thing. Like, they've learned their lesson. They're like, we've, it's, it's like they've had a near-death experience, yeah. essentially, where they're it like. It practically was a near-death experience. Exactly. I'm going to change the way that I'm, I'm going to look at things now. And we're going to, we're going to do things differently now. Because that, like the things that they've been doing have been getting like positive press like there hasn't been like a fuck ubisoft uh, article that i've no, seen really not, pop not up really. in in the, the the like last few months or anything like that i in mean the last 12 months. there are people who have vendors against them and of course fair I, enough. I know personally i know jim sterling is not a yep. fan of their practices and that's fair because behind the good guy facade there's a lot of stuff they do but you're still like well of course eh, don't really like this they are a business though they are unfortunately they're all businesses exactly so they can't be our friends even though they tell us they will they want our money more than anything else um should we move on to our next one well well first of all do you want to uh i don't beyond gone evil 2 do you reckon that shows up again or do you reckon i just let it cook we did get a video like a few weeks ago that sort of showed off the game some more so maybe it doesn't show up Maybe. It's like, it has no windows, so... Or maybe it's further along than we think, and they, they come out and they're Who like, knows? it's coming out at the end of this year. It seemed pretty far out, but they may not have been showing us everything. That's I it. No like, idea. we don't... Like, there's no idea. If they, That could be a huge game changer if they come out and be like, that's their holiday game. Yeah. Maybe. That, maybe. It'd be awesome. It'd I'd make be me s- sad because it's another fucking huge thing I'm going to have to play before the end of the year. It'd be, it's going to be so big. It's going to be so big. Maybe. Um, I feel like it's not. I don't think so. But like, there's that. There's always, like you said, Ubisoft is so wild card that they yeah. could do that. Um, but yeah, but I, I think logically it probably is much further out. So do you think we get a trailer or skip? I think we get a trailer to give a, a bit more of an okay. idea of, of. Oh yeah, maybe like an actual, an actual game, like a story trailer yeah. to sort of go. This is what's happening. This is what you'll be sort of fighting against. Yeah, this is what, that's a good point. This is what you got because th- that was th- that first trailer was good to set up like just sort of a, you know a day in the life. Yeah, of I like world. a good concept trailer. It yeah, was like hey, this is the world. And at the end of it, it had like them like going and finding these like they're obviously looking for these things vaults, essentially. <laughs> yeah, <lines. laughs> yeah. So, um, I think yeah, having like a more focused trailer. Yeah, like, that's a good point. They could easily pull that off, and it wouldn't. They don't necessarily have to date it. No. No. It would just give people a better idea of what the game At will be. At the very least, they'll give, like, an indication. They'll give, like, a 2019, like... It'll be a cross-gen game for sure. Yeah. With PS5. 2020. Definitely around the corner. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that's that's Ubisoft. We'll... I'm excited to see what they've got this year. I am as well. Like, they, they've got a lot of good IPs in a lot of good positions at the moment. As so... well as... But they, but they are also willing to take a chance. Exactly. Like yeah. Skull and Bones, for all I will harp on it, it's a new IP. Mm-hmm. Transference yeah. also. A weird fucking psychological horror VR experience. With Elijah Wood. Yeah, why not? So yeah, um, I, I'm, I'm excited to see what they bring to the table. Okay, so <laughs> our next one we're going to cover today is uh, a little slightly more disappointing. It's um, So it's not disappointing because it was bad, it's disappointing no. because of the past. The way it was presented, yeah. 
Um, so that's Bethesda. Uh, Bethesda's was... Did they kick off that? It was after EA, wasn't it? EA was first, and then Bethesda are usually second. I'm not going to... I'm uh, sorry, don't worry about it. You were asking me a lot about the schedule. I, yeah, <laughs> I just... I, I'm making things up in my head. Um, don't worry about it. It doesn't oh, matter. I kind of know now. It doesn't matter. Okay. They, uh, they were definitely after um, EA. Yeah. I think they were second, actually. I think they... Yeah, usually they're second. They're like on the Monday. They first. were third. It went EA... Then Microsoft, Soft. okay. Then Bethesda, right? I think that the 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 good Bethesda one was second. I think well, yes. it might even be first. I'm off the... No, EA is always first, man. Yeah, EA is never letting you thing. beat them. Yeah. <laughs> Come to EA Play, fucking EA Play. Um, yeah. So Bethesda had their uh, third show, I think. Yeah, it's their it, third, I think show. It's their third show. Um, and they've gotten progressively not worse, but like progressively less exciting. It's I think. hard when you set the bar at, hey, here's Fallout Four. It's coming out in a couple of months, and everyone's like, no, it's not. No, it's They're not. like, no, here it is, and it came out. And it came out, and it was as competent as a Fallout game could be. Yes, it ran as well as a Bethesda game possibly could. Right. So, it, it, which is you know not a bad thing. Um, it is what it is. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it did. It did. Um, they what, delivered. What it, though. Exactly. That's the thing. Fallout. They set is the bar a huge for. Game. They set the bar not just for, uh, for Bethesda, but for a lot of like the games industry as a whole. Like we've seen it happen with a lot of other people now as well. Nintendo's sort of been doing it for a while. True. They, they, true. Not not so much in the same vein as like here's Fallout as a brand new reveal. They their style is more reveal game, window, shorten that down to like a a season. To a month, to a date. Yep. Both both ways work. Like I don't mind learning about a game with like a year, and then like it shortens down. But obviously, if Bethesda's like, "Hey, it's Fallout, which you haven't seen before. It's coming out in November." Yeah. Excellent. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Why not? I'm excited. Um, Sign me up. But yeah, so this was their third third swing in it, and they set it up as Bethesda Land, and it essentially was a Nintendo Direct. That's the best way. It was a Nintendo Direct with Pete Hines on stage occasionally. Yeah, he, he came out and said a couple of things live. Uh, apparently, being at the actual Bethesda Land event was amazing. That's what I hear. Yeah, because they had like, it was like set out like a carnival and they had, was it a, was it Blink-182 that were there playing? I'm pretty oh, sure no, afterwards. Man. I'm pretty sure Blink-182 were there playing. I'm like, that sounds great. Like, I could go and play fucking Doom in VR and then go see Blink-182. What year is this? Um... But yeah, so they announced a few cool things, uh, more, more so towards the end. Um, but Creation Club for Fallout 4 and Skyrim, Doom and Skyrim in VR were showed off. Uh, Dishonored 2 got a standalone expansion, Death of the Outsider, um, which apparently was pretty good. It, it came out. Yeah, uh, Dishonored is a series that I like. Mm. I never played two. I didn't play this, like the standalone DLC, but I was interested. It's, I think it was like a sta- yeah, like it was its own story. You yes, could, which you is could cool. buy it separate of Dishonored two. It wasn't mm. DLC. Yeah, it's uh, it's almost like a Lost it, Legacy. It was like kinda, Blood Dragon. Yeah, all of Blood Dragon. Yeah, um, Elder Scrolls Legends, Elder Scrolls Online, Switch if, comes, uh, Skyrim comes to Switch. If like, there's one thing that's we're certain of, this E three. Bethesda will talk about their card, their Elder Scrolls card game, and I will talk about the Elder Scrolls MMO. Yeah, we talked about this before we started recording. Do you want to make a bet now? Just just a friendly bet. No real stakes or anything like that. Yep. Just put a number. How many times will we hear the word Skyrim during the Bethesda conference? Just Skyrim. And it doesn't matter what context it's in, just how many times will we hear the word Skyrim? It's so tough because I want to believe... 
But after last year, it'll be less. You know it won't, though. There's less new Skyrim stuff coming out. At the moment that you know of, True. until we get Skyrim 2. Do we have, oh, is, there a, is there a Skyrim expansion for ESO yet? That's the million dollar question. I don't know if there is, because they did Morrowind They did Morrowind, and they are doing Somerset this year. So, <laughs> I... That could be a kicker. But again, like, if someone, if, if there's one just coming out, maybe they're not going to talk about the Skyrim one yet. I'm going to say... You fucking know, though, if they've got a Skyrim one plan, you know they're talking about it. Because they can't shut up about fucking Skyrim. Uh, it sounds like Skyrim is already in East. Okay. Right. So I'm going to lower... I'm, I, you know okay. what? I'm not going to say they're not going to say it at all. I'm going to give it a modest five. <laughs> five? I'm going to go... I'm going to get 18. 18? 18. You are blowing this up. <laughs> I, I, I just fucking know what Bethesda are like when it comes to Skyrim. I, if, they have a, that... if they have a reason to mention Skyrim 18 times in this press conference, it's going to be a bad press conference. I, look, I'm not saying whether it's going to be good or bad. I just think, yeah. You are, you are alluding to it by saying that. <laughs> yep. Fucking, I am the wild card of this podcast. Um, yes, yeah, so Skyrim comes to the Switch. That came out. It was pretty good. I've got it. You, it's the best. Like, you can play Skyrim on the toilet. Yeah. You can play Skyrim in bed. You can play Skyrim wherever you want. You can play Skyrim on a bus. Yep. It's right. pretty cool. Um, then we get to the good stuff. Um, well. Well, I, but we mentioned Fallout VR as well. Quake Champions. Um, and Quake Champions. <laughs> those, those are the things that happened. You can that- play Fallout 4 in VR, which I think is out. I believe it's out. Maybe. Don't I'll worry about it. fact check. Maybe maybe on PC. Yeah, well, on PC, yeah. I think, yeah, it's definitely out on PC. That's what I thought. Um, but then we go to the, the two big announcements, I think, which were sort of leaked. One by Bethesda themselves, and essentially. The other one was essentially confirmed last E3. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, we got the Evil Within 2 uh, announcement. Yes, from Tango. Yeah, and with a fucking really cool trailer... With uh, another trend that we were talking about before that sort of was brought to my light. How many times do you think we'll hear a, a 80s or 90s pop song in a, like a moody rendition in trailers? Not just Bethesda, it's throughout E3. You're going to have to ask me at the at the end of our recap. Okay, uh, I reckon, keep that in mind because I reckon that's, that's not a bad bet as well. Oh, God. I reckon that's that's a that's a solid uh, a solid one as well because it seems to be the trend. I'm okay with it because some of them are really good. Again, the only reason I'm thinking maybe not this year is because it was so heavy last year. But I don't know. It could still. It's be been heavy thing. for a while. They do it yeah. all the time. Um, fucking like Gears of War. Like that was the first one to do it really with like, yeah, fucking Mad, Mad World. World. Yeah. Um, good trailer though. Really good trailer. Uh, and so was this trailer with a really good cover of um Ordinary World by I don't actually know who it's by. Good song. Evil, um, Evil Within 2 did come out and it was very good. Yep. Uh, Tango did a good job. Yep. From what Shinji I Mikami, very hands-off uh, like approach with this one. He wasn't in the controlling seat at all versus the first one. So yep. the team that was sort of doing the game did a good job. Awesome. Um, and then the other one we got, which has come out as well, uh, was the was Wolfenstein the New Colossus, which I finally play next month on Switch. Yes, you will, because it's a fucking good game. One of my favorites of last year, on my top ten, it came out as delivered. It fucking delivered, and then some. It's such a great game. I I, just, it's great. Yeah, look, 
they did a good job. Machine Head Games. Who would have th- who would have guessed that they would first of all bring back Wolfenstein, mm-hmm. but also making it make it a meaningful franchise. Yep, absolutely. I actually cared about characters in a fucking Wolfenstein you game. Cared about a guy who used to be just like a little pixel head. Yep. That show, that was like this is how much health. With that grimace every time we got shot. Yeah. yeah, like you are looking quite bloodied. And also, it also set the stakes for the game as well really high, and into the fact that I I cared what happened to people in that game and it's just i was invested and it was great and it had some of the most some some moments that literally made me just go oh my god out loud of of some things that i got to do um it is it is a perfect action game i think in my eyes i i know i know the guys at okay games are really against it because they're like it's all samey same and i'm like i didn't care i've had the level design lacks i see i didn't even really care it i I, that's not something that crossed my mind while i was playing it i was just so into what was going on it wasn't bad and it wasn't like i also had the look of a mechanic where you got knocked on your ass that looked fucking annoying there are things there are ways around that though yeah i I know but before you have access to those ways like stupid mechanic fuck i just i love that game i think it's it's one of my favorite action shooters easily it's like that in doom there's a few others as well but like yeah but like you know those like throwback action shooters it's just it doesn't it I mean, does what it does there's well not, there's not many of them i know but it does what it does well dual wielding that shotgun man that shotgun Mwah. it's a masterpiece <laughs> um alrighty. so what do you think we'll see this year from bethesda well so we got we've got some news. We've we got, do have some news. Last week we were on Rage Watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't happen last week, but now it has happened. We yes. got an initial trailer, which kind of didn't do much for me. But yep. then we got the gameplay reveal, which was much more interesting. So we now know that Rage Two is coming early next year. Yep. For PS4, Xbox One, and PC, mm-hmm. is being developed by both ID Software. Mm-hmm. And Avalanche, the developers of Mad Max oh and Just Cause. Mm. So, that means that this game, the gameplay trailer showed a lot of like high-octane, ridiculous action FPS stuff from id. Yep. So I assume they were behind that. But also, the, one of the big things of First Rage was the world. Yep. Like, it was a very small world. Not this time. Wide open world. Looks like I, that's I, I Avalanche. Wide open yeah. world. That's uh, so. It seems like that's why Avalanche has been bought in. Yep. To really make that world, that world open world work because like, it's their thing. It's their wide open order. world and big fucking guns. So it's yes. like wide open world from Avalanche and big fucking guns yes, from, from uh, Id. Yeah. So I, I, that's that's what I assume is happening. Yeah. Um, I, apparently, there's, there's we've got some more details as well that there's going to be. Um, you've got like abilities like power-ups and things that you can I mean, use you, you like, see like you saw like double jumps and like yeah. round slams in the trailer and stuff and it looks like the boomerang things coming back as well yes <laughs> which is, i didn't mean that for be a pun but yeah sure yeah <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah apparently that's i can't remember what it's called it's got a name but it's like the three your your, your, your description sounded perfect <laughs> uh, the three wing boomerang thing you're flying to if they wanted it to be iconic they should have made it iconic <laughs> yeah well yeah they tried uh i watched them like I I watched some like gameplay of that original game. It looks so bland, like the like presentation wise. Yeah, I, I think that's the biggest difference between like looking back at that and going, "I was like, oh my god, really? Is that wow, that's bad." Do, and that was that was in the era where most games looked like that too. 
The thing, and the thing, the reason why that that was part of the reason why I wasn't excited for Doom. Yep. Because before before that, it had made Rage, and I was like, well, Rage didn't exactly set the world on fire, but Doom was very good. Yeah. And for Rage Two, with Avalanche's help, and they've definitely leaned more into the wacky color stuff. Mm-hmm. It could be a very Andrew good WK game. on the soundtrack, basically, like on the the trailer soundtracks, which made me realize that I needed to go add a whole bunch of Andrew WK to my Spotify playlists, uh, which I did. Which is good. Um, but yeah, like, it's that definitely got that, um, wacky, wild, crazy, zany, uh, of It's world. got personality, which the first Rage didn't really You're have. Right. They have the Smash TV things, which I've heard were really cool. Yep. But like, and I assume I'll be back in this one. Well, it kind of looks like in the, the gameplay trailer, there's like a body being launched yeah. out of a cannon. It looks like an arena. Like, yeah. So I would assume they're coming back. So yeah, that's, that was probably the biggest piece of Bethesda news we had. Uh, the other one's a bit smaller and more of a could be interesting to consider going at E3. So Prey uh, has it had some stealthy little hidden achievements pop up. Mm-hmm. Now Prey is a game from Arcane, which came out oh, early last year, I think first yeah. first half of the year. I played it, I liked it mostly, but got bored by the end because the ending fell apart for me. Mm-hmm. But it's been it's, been, it's almost like they've been teasing DLC for a while. The Twitter account sprung back to life with a, a picture of John F. Kennedy with the mm. quote, no man can fully grasp how far and how fast we have come. So, and never, never these hidden achievements pop up. So people are beginning to think that we're probably getting pre-DLC, at least, if not a sequel announced. Mm-hmm. So that's probably something to keep in mind going into Bethesda's show. Some sort of pre-presence, for sure. What do you want to see, though? That's the big question. What do, what would you like to see? I don't know. I almost I would almost prefer a sequel to sort of take that idea, but maybe tidy up the parts I didn't get right. Mm-hmm. Although, like I, you know what, standalone DLC could could be good. But like, they're good at doing that because apparently those Dishonored ones are really well. Definitely really Outsider good. is a good example. Like maybe yeah, like a little standalone adventure. There was, there was one for Dishonored one as well. They did as well, didn't they? I know Dishonored. I know that something else they Wolf did. Wolfenstein had, had one. Wolfenstein, yeah, they had like a trilogy of them. No, like a little, it's a little standalone deal. Oh yeah, it was like a yeah, old yeah, blood, yeah. yeah, old blood. So like, that's actually a really good point. Like, it could just be that standalone DLC. Which, sure, why not? It might work better because that game, as good as Prey was, it did feel a bit long at points. So maybe mm-hmm. a small, compact version of like that. I'd be interested. Day, like the System Shock Deus Ex style of first-person shooter adventuring could work pretty well. Um, that's now what I want. <laughs> um. Okay. Let's get let's get crazy. Let's get wild. I want to ask you: Do you think we'll see Doom Two arrive this year? With Rage being announced as twenty nineteen, we now have nothing. Cause I, when Rage Two was like, they got the trailer. I'm like, oh, okay, this is their holiday game. Because the last few years, Bethesda had something. They had yep. something for another year. Like last year, it was Wolfenstein and Evil Within. Mm-hmm. Dishonored 2 the year before that, which mm-hmm. that was part of their problem. They really blew that game up. It didn't work. Yeah. And then, of course, Fallout. Fallout. Yeah. So it's fair to assume they'll have something for the holiday season. Mm-hmm. If it is only partially contributing to Rage 2 and Doom came out in 2016, yep. I, you'd nearly say the timelines line up yep. for a new Doom. All I want is the lights to go out. At one point, and just hear, just, boom, 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 boom. and I'll it. just be like, yeah! I didn't even finish that doom, but I fucking, <laughs> it's so good. Uh, I said to hear that Mick Gordon soundtrack, baby, and I'll just be 
all in. I would say Doom is possible. It's again, 2016 was the last one, and the other, I mean, because the other thing that people will be will be hankering for is Elder Scrolls Six. But no. in 20, it's worth remembering in 2016 at, at Dice, uh, Todd Howard said that they were working on two other things first, and they were like way bigger than anything they've ever tackled, and they would probably see the light of day before Elder Scrolls Six. Now that's not to say we won't see one of them this year, but I don't think one of them is like their holiday game. I think Doom is a better bet. Lights go out though, right? Trailer starts. You start hearing, oh, 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 Skyrim if it, 2. If it's Skyrim 2, then Skyrim I, 2. I write off Bethesda and all the games they publish. I'm not saying, I'm not saying I want that. I'm just saying. I know, and I'm not saying you are either. I'm just saying it would make that, sense as a business move. But if that's what they do, then I'm out on Bethesda games. Because <laughs> <laughs> that would be the laziest move yeah. they could ever pull. Because Skyrim 2. Fuck. It would be it would be the exact reaction I had when Square Enix were like Final Fantasy ten two like you've done ten games <laughs> without a direct sequel and now yep now you're doing one and now they do it all the fucking time thirteen got thirteen fucking, got a trilogy that's yeah, about it though a fucking trilogy that 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 was more so just I'm willing to scratch up to like Square Enix first of all not getting that gen of consoles. Second of all, trying to make Versus 13 work, then it becoming 15. Mm-hmm. And they were like, shit, we've got to put something out. So let's just do some sequels. Yep. But uh, yeah, if we get Skyrim 2, it'll be the same reaction. I'll be like, really? We've had like five Elder Scrolls games that went standalone. And now we're getting a sequel to Skyrim? Yeah. From a, a, in my eyes, from a purely business perspective, oh, it makes from... sense for brand recognition because more people have played Skyrim than have played any other Elder Scrolls game. Oh, yeah. Probably have Look, more have no idea that Elder Scroll it is called the Elder Scrolls Five Skyrim. Is for... five four five Skyrim is five. Yeah. For, Look, if you want to, if you're getting down to the cynical like the dollar signs, Doom's not here. It's nah. just Skyrim Two. Yeah. Yep. Doom, uh, look, Doom if, isn't even a pipeline. I was gonna say if if Skyrim Two is a thing. Yeah, Doom I agree. Is, Doom, like, is, Doom is not coming not anytime wrong. soon. You're not wrong. Thankfully, very heavily doubt. I yeah, I heavily doubt it as well. I don't as much as Todd Howard dumb. loves trying to find new ways to make us all play Skyrim, I don't think we're getting a sequel. Skyrim on mobile. That'll be the easiest one. That's his hope. I'm sure. That's that. It'll be Skyrim on mobile. Because now we've seen that console games can work on mobile well enough. Like fucking look at Fortnite. Apparently, it's pretty good on mobile. Anyway. Skyrim Touch. Skyrim touch, touch the Skyrim. <laughs> that was I can't I touch the Skyrim. I can't take credit for that one I know. because that was a a short lived series. Unfortunately, it doesn't exist anymore because the two people that are involved in it, one turned out to be a bit of a creep, and the other one doesn't work a polygon anymore. So don't have heroes. Yeah, basically. Well, the one that doesn't work a polygon anymore is he's fine. He's great. It's the one that's a creep. He's still like, my ah. he's still my hero. It's fine. Um. But yeah, I mean, the big question mark will be, like, what is their holiday game? Yeah. Because Bethesda always has one. And with Rage in 2019, don't know what it is. Could be Doom. Could get something new. Could be a new IP. Again, much like Ubisoft, they are usually willing. Can you get Starfield? No, Starfield... The long-rumored Starfield is not coming this year. I kind of want it, though. I want it. Don't get me wrong. I hope it... I hope it is, man. I don't think it is. Man, if they come out with that, that's that's their way back in. That's their Fallout 4, man. It's not happening. That's their Fallout 4. It's not happening, man. I think... Because I, I, I do believe the stuff that was one of those two unannounced games. Like, the rumors just make sense. And it is... For those who don't know what Starfield is, it's basically meant to be Bethesda's open world space game. Yeah. Essentially. 
it's which, their Mass Effect essentially. Is what yeah, what but go for. In, in their tradition of like trying to chase other IPs and publishers. Now would be the time for it. I, I mean, know, Destiny's I not looking too crash hot. Mass Effect crashed and burned. Because that, so they've got Fantasy with Elder Scrolls. They've got Post-Apocalyptic with Fallout. Sci-fi makes sense. And I do think it's one of those two games, but I don't think we're seeing it this year. I think it's it's like before Elder Scrolls Six. Yeah. But I, I, get I believe it. it's coming. I think we get a tease for it. I don't least. know, man. I believe it's coming. That's I'll, something I'll sci-fi, give you that. that. Something sci-fi related. A new IP that's sci-fi related. I'm not going to. I'm not going to commit to the, um, <laughs> the Starfield, Starfield name yeah, yeah, yeah. because it could change. It could, change. could just be a working title. But then something how, sci-fi related. But we wouldn't get the amazing pictures on the internet of like the starfishes that are Garfield. <laughs> fucking Christ. Um, Long live Starfield. <laughs> fucking Starfield. I like the name. I think that'd be fine. <laughs> but I'm just saying. I, I think would, something. I would only think of Garfield in the shape of star. A new IP that's sci-fi themed from Bethesda will be shown. Will reveal itself. I don't think so. That's that's my that's my hot tip. I think. I mean, I I'm willing to to give that one event two big projects will show up in some form. I don't think that's the one that shows up. I think it will. I just I just have a feeling. My feelings are pretty bad. I don't. <laughs> I, I don't I, I, I'm not. I've got nothing to back that up. So don't please don't. Oh, yeah, no got, one quote me on this that. This is literally all this speculation. This is just absolute speculation. And it's what I want to see. Like I, I really want to see that. But we're on, we're on the we're on the E three heart train. We you? are. We're fucking full steam ahead, man. Um, it is um, weeks away. Oh boy, recapping it is making it more apparent. All the leaks are happening, which sucks, sort of. But the buzz is out there. I must say, this has been this was a really good idea of yours, Karen, to recap all to this re- stuff. I, I honestly, it's been really fun. I really quite like it. I was looking back and sort of seeing what happened and what hasn't happened and what will still happen. Yeah. So, and it, it's a good lead in. So, so there are some more questions. You have to wonder, like, new switchboard? Skyrim? So first of all, Bethesda's <laughs> been more than ready to commit themselves to the Switch. They're yep. really, they are clearly happy with how they're doing. We've had Doom. We're getting Wolfenstein. We've had Skyrim. Like, I actually wouldn't rule out another Bethesda port. You think something like Prey, maybe? Prey could be cool. Even Evil Within, like you could do, you could do one and two. Do a packing bundle. Very possible. Yeah. <laughs> There's always the off chance of going full Skyrim on it. Maybe putting Fallout Three on the Switch. <laughs> Fuck. Oh man, if they put Fallout Three on the Switch, I'll buy that again. <laughs> if they like, if they like, touch that game up a bit. Like that's also something I think is worth. Fuck. People keep saying Fallout Four. I don't know if it could do that. No, three, but. I want three more. Put all the DLC in there. Fucking yes. Fix some of those bugs. Yeah. <laughs> they won't fix the bugs. You're going to oh pick my. up some of those steel ingots in one of the DLC expansions. They'll still fall through It's that. our own fault. They'll like still be said. floating cars and Brahmin that are like doing sweet and like flying around Red scorpions. scorpions yeah. And... Like up to, to answer the question of Brods last week that we didn't get to, all of my favorite game bugs are from Bethesda games. Mostly from Bethesda games, yeah. Flying red scorpions be damned. There's been some great ones there. Yeah, like, I think it's, like, I, I feel like we'll see a new Switch port. Like, I, they seem to be happy making games on Switch, which, yep. I mean, two years ago, I would never have believed you if you'd say, hey, God, no. Bethesda is going to put games on a Nintendo console. I'd laugh at you, but here and we not are. And just, not just any games, like, their their mainline games, like fucking Doom and Wolfenstein. Mm. That especially and Skyrim, a game they clearly care about because yeah. it makes them lots of money. They they put that on Switch. But I just mean like in terms of like graphic content. Wolfen Sign's the biggest one because like, that's a recent game. It's a recent game. It's an R18 game as well. It's only coming out like six or seven months late. Yeah. That's not too bad. For it's a, pretty a decent. turnaround. And from what I hear it runs pretty well on it. 
I'm excited. I'm really excited to play it finally and let you know how it runs on Switch. It's so good. It's such a good yeah. game. I think a Switch port is going to happen. I think you're right, too. But apart from that, like, um, we could always ask the questions of what are id and arcane up to. Like, mm. id's mostly on ratio, but Doom 2 could open them up. Arcane, some sort of prey content, but, like, they also have Dishonored. Like, that series they, they are working on. Definitely outside of the good, but Dishonored 2 was a couple of years ago at this point, so maybe, I mean, 3 could happen. It's, again, it's been a couple of years, but they mm. they have they went from Will they make Dishonored it a trilogy 2, and finish it and be like, this is the maybe. end of the series? In a short window, they went from Dishonored 2 to Prey to Death of the Outsider, so I don't know. I don't know, yeah. how, I don't know how big Death Studio is. Maybe they're taking a break. We could always ask ourselves, oh my god. This year, Battlecry Studios will remain named to, oh. to Bethesda Game Studios. I wonder why. Austin. I wonder Texas, why. Texas, I should say. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> that game is never coming out. Fucking but... Battlecry. I've still got pins for it on my lanyard yeah, from I, PAX over I have the shirt. Yeah, I've got the shirt for somewhere. Playing, for playing in that, in the, in the bait, in like, yep. the, the, whatever they're doing there. Yeah. The uh, pins are really cool. The pins it? were nice. But yeah, like, they could be working on something. Battlecry's been dead for a while. They're working on Starfield. Then it's doomed. Believe. Then it's doomed. Believe. It'll be doomed. They're one of the teams that was working on it. Actually, oh, okay. it's like, it's like, it's going to be like a Captain Planet sort of thing where they're all working on it together. Oh, God. All the different studios. Like how Ubisoft does stuff. Yeah. Pretty much. Oh. But yeah, like, it's, I don't know. They could have something in there. Yeah. Again, Bethesda are willing to, probably willing to shop a new IP, so that could be what they have. I hope it's a new IP. I'd really like to see a new IP. Yes. New IP is always fun because it's always fun to look at and go, ooh, what's this? And I kind of like to know, because as I said, Oishin Mikami wasn't directly involved in the the hands-on process in Evil Within 2. Is he working on something else or is he just taking a break? I don't mm-hmm. know. I'd like to know because Shinji Mikami is a cool dude. For sure. Evil Within 1 is a very good game and he obviously gave us Resident Evil 4. So, very true. I want to know what he's doing. What are you doing, Mikami? Tell me. Give us your give us your news. I'm sure Huber would like to know from Easy Eyes. So just <laughs> let us let us know. Uh, Reveal yourself at E3. <laughs> but awesome. That's sort of about it, really. Yep, I think that's about it. That's it for Ubisoft and Bethesda. Slightly more optimistic than than yes. last week's. I have more hope for those two. Yeah, so do I. I have such little hope for EA, but I don't even want to think about them because it brings me down. But I we're going to talk about it next week when Battlefield comes. I'm going we'll like, to have to be careful watching Air's press conference because my I, 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 I fear of my eyes rolling so far back in my head that I actually won't come back out again. That's fair. <laughs> it's a very genuine concern. Just, and then I can't. I'm blind. EA <laughs> makes me go blind. That's their fault. Um, oh, but yeah, I'm excited to see what Ubisoft and um, and Bethesda are bringing to the table this year. Only a few weeks. It's going to be good E3. So good. I love E3. I'm so the excited. First. It's like all I'm going to be thinking about for the next month. And like for the next couple of weeks after E3, I'll still be thinking about E3. Yeah. We'll be like scratching our arms just trying to get another fix of like <laughs> announcements. We're like, somebody announce something, please. When's, I need to hear something. When's Gamescom? Oh yeah, come on. It's so close. August. Come on. August. Come on. <laughs> when now? When's all come oh. At least we go, from, we go from like E3 in June, Gamescom in August, Tokyo Game Shop September, mm-hmm. PSX December slash game game awards, awards well. yeah yeah so it's the second half of the year is pretty good it's good for announcements the first half of the year is like 
What are you all doing? Let's play the games. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, somebody told me something. I'm so what? I'm playing games, but what are you doing next? L- latching on a room in some fucking <laughs> fucking a Reddit and shit. Yeah. Like, ah, oh, yes, Marcus Sellers. He's rubbing it on my skin, going, ah, oh, yeah, Spe- huh. speculation. Yes. <laughs> oh, Walmart Canada, you <laughs> saucy minx. Um, Borderlands 3 is not an E3 <laughs> It's so not We didn't even mention that oh, Borderlands 3 not. skip an E3 Yeah look I don't want to talk about it Randy Pitchford the charlatan I just don't <laughs> want to talk about it I really don't want to focus on that Until it's ready to be talked about Would, so. you, would you rather wrap it up then Joel? <laughs> I think you should wrap it up before I like Get sad <laughs> Alright then Well as always we'd like to thank you for listening to this week's episode Of the Dialogue Options Podcast We hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed Just sitting here and talking about games And getting excited about E3 For like a good couple of hours Woo! If you would like to keep up with us On the social medias you can find us Both on Facebook and Twitter Where we are just Dialogue Options Of course whatever podcast platform Of choice you listen to us on Whether it's Podchaser, iTunes, Podbean itself Or any other website feel free to throw us some reviews some thumbs up some stars some scrobbles i checked i don't think last fm has podcasts which is a bummer Fucking... but i don't know maybe you can find a way to upload to last fm and then just play it on repeat Down i don't like, know yeah yeah um but yeah so that that is definitely appreciated it helps a lot it is honestly yeah like that's if and just just sharing in general yeah really. just sharing us around please and like the, the reviews thing is really big because are... it like, helps us get up the charts the, the, the non-existent charts that we're on at the moment um, uh, we, but, are, we are on the road to 3,000 downloads, Joel. Well, hey, look, we're doing it. We're, we're, we're nearly at 100 it. episodes. We are nearly at 100 episodes. And, like, we have we have things that we want to do um, coming up. Yes. We will talk about it at certain points. Yes, we will. Um, so, yeah, and we are really excited for the, you know, the next step. So we'd like to share that with as many people as we can. Yes. And and if you could share that as, with as many people as you can as well and just leave some lovely reviews for us, we'd really appreciate it because it helps us more than you know. Uh, as for our individual social media accounts, you can find me on Twitter at LemonManX, where honestly I've been retweeting so much from BAM, which is running at the Exhibition Center right now. Oh, yes. Big fighting game tournament in Australia. And also an uh, incredible, just heartwarming photo from Ian Hink from Easy Allies. Of the allies from Michael Huber's wedding. So Warms cool. my heart. So, so great. So jolly. Uh, but apart from that, it's just been E3 to yep. the wall. I've recapped, I, I was just tweeting my Ubisoft and Bethesda conferences. Still uncomfortable with how that one guy t- in the Crew 2 presentation said, uh, Enjoy the ride. Enjoy the ride and gave a little bit of a wink. Made me feel uncomfortable. Enjoy the ride. But uh, where can they find you, Joel? Uh, you can find me at JollyMac, uh, which I haven't tweeted anything this week. You uh, Slack Twitter user. The one thing I did though was retweet Brodsko, uh tweet about your episode of Hunting oh. Seasons. So I will take a spe- this moment here to plug that again for you and say you should go and listen to Hunting Seasons anyway because it's a really great podcast. But the wonderful Kyron is on this week's episode uh, talking about Picnic and Hanging Rock. And you should go and listen to it. Um, they talk a little bit about Arrested Development and some God of War as well, which is really good. So if you're into that kind of thing, definitely go and check that out and give Kyron and Brod some love. It was it was it was a, a big big task. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Damask was sick, mm-hmm. so it, it it went down from me being guest yep. to being elevated to co-host. I was like, "Oh, this is fine." You got upgraded, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's all I've been tweeting. That's the only thing I've been <laughs> apart from last week when I, I I bought all my I spent too much money at the Hannaby sale and tweeted about it. So, oh, Pinnacle and Hanging Rock. It's okay. It's okay. 
it's okay. There's another Natalie Dorman's got a movie coming out later this month in darkness. Much more excited for that now. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. But, uh, well, on that note, we'll let our wonderful theme song by Azure Flux strike witches, get bitches, take us out. Yeah. And we'll catch you guys next week. See ya. Bye. Bye.